Blog Talk Radio. Always 
a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> and you've been pissed and you've been upset with play, coaches, players, everything. And so, you know, we this magical thing, Patrick Mahomes, and we're just like, shit. I mean, we lucked up. God has smiled on us. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm telling you. So every time we win the Super Bowl, it's like you got to go and celebrate your, your hometown. So I feel like it's not just about the football team. It is about, you know, growing up in Kansas City. If you ever grew up in Kansas City in the hood, semi-hood, I was semi-hood, in the hood and everything, like I did, you, I mean, you know, sometimes there was not a lot to celebrate, you know. So it's always exciting, you know, when you get to go back and celebrate with family, friends, people, everybody's excited. It's just a wonderful feeling. So it's more than like kind of a a team thing. It's kind of like, you know, it's a, a chance to be proud of where you come from, okay? And you get a, it's so weird because when you get you grow up, and you move away from your hometown, you get a different perspective on it. <laughs> and like what it is and what it meant to your growing up and where, I, you know, it's like I would not have chose any other place in the world. I love, you know, being a can uh, being born and raised in Kansas City, okay, because it, 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 it created who I am, really, per, how I see the world, everything. So, yeah, so I'm so proud. I'm I am so, so proud of the Chiefs, excited. I went to the Super Bowl parade. This time I learned, okay, so last year, right, I got a hotel, like, for the, but the Chiefs didn't make it, right? They lost. So this year, because I've set out in the cold. When, when our first year of having the parade, I set in the cold. We went, like, at 2-something in the morning. It was a lot of people out there at that time. People had tents, blankets, everything. People were saying <laughs> And it was 27-degree weather, okay, 27 degrees. <laughs> and it snowed slightly, <laughs> right? But we were so damn proud of the Chiefs winning the, the Super Bowl that we was just like, okay, we're going to stay out here. We're going to brave it. My feet, my feet were froze, okay? Like it, it was, and I had on furry boots, right? So this time it was a little warmer in Casey, you know, not that much. It was still a windshield, like it was like 40s in the 40s, but the wind was kicking ass, right? It made it feel like it was like in the 30s or something like that. So I, this time, the smart thing, I got a hotel because I was like, no way. That's on the parade thing, right? Just right there. I was like, hell no. <laughs> we learned, we learned no porta potties for me. <laughs> so. So it was great. Let me just say, oh, my God. It was the best decision ever. Enjoyed it. Sat right next to the hotel I was at. You know, they had it because it, the hotel sits up on the hills right across from from uh, the, the, the uh, parade, um, the parade uh, rally. You can look right over. It's loud. It's, everybody's playing. Everybody's out in the streets. It, it was a blast. It was fun. It wasn't. It's not fun. Sometimes it's not fun sitting and waiting in the cold. But you see so many interesting people and things and stuff. But it was so great to celebrate our hometown team. So super proud. Second Super Bowl, third Super Bowl as a franchise. Okay, they won one in 1969. I wasn't even born. But the two, you know, this is the two under the Patrick Mahomes era. I'm thinking we're gonna get some more. <laughs> went to New New England. I feel small. <laughs> I want the Chiefs to, to to make sure they keep a good team around Patrick Mahomes, okay? Like, I mean, 
I feel like we're going to have more. Like, so I'm like, you know, I'm planning for the parade already <laughs> for next year. But it was crazy. It was so nuts. Like, it, the hotels were packed. People, you know, people coming from out of town, people all around. I mean, the Chiefs, in my opinion, are the new America's team. I really will say that, okay? I really feel that way, all right? Now, I know some people are having a problem with the Chiefs symbolism and all of that stuff. The Chiefs, as I said, the Chiefs were not actually named after Native Americans, okay? They weren't. So that's that's the that's the fact. But I don't think it's bad. Listen, the Redskins, I understood that problem. Chief, calling somebody a chief, nobody has on, on the word, word uh, the word chief, and it's actually a good thing. It's honor, in my opinion, it's honoring. Uh, if you if you're looking at it from a Native American perspective, chief thing, and plus they have Native Americans, I think, on the board and all that kind of stuff. Not not sounding like a race right now, but yeah, okay. So I don't see anything. And the Tomahawk Chop, it's been around for years. Let me tell you something, Kansas City. It's going to be hard to pull that symbolism away ever. <laughs> they are so in love <laughs> with the Red Kingdom, the chief name, the Tomahawk Shop. I mean, and it, listen, if you've ever been in Arrowhead, when they do the, oh, oh, my God, it's almost spiritual. Really, it's kind of, it's almost spooky. It's like uh, you, you, you. It's like almost if you another team and you're listening on the floor. I don't see anything degrading about that racial wise. And I'm from I'm black. I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm black. I just don't see it. Maybe y'all y'all gotta tell me what's degrading about. It. And it's a lot of people that you know who from Native American don't think so either. So you know I I don't know. But anyway, if you've ever been in the stadium during that, it's right. Crazy. Now, I am glad they stopped them from dressing up like, you know, Native Americans, but I did see a lot of people at the parade day dressed up <laughs> like that. But I'm just, I mean, it is such uh it's not, it's not, to me, I don't see it as a negative, uh, like a negative thing because it's, 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 it's honoring, like, and it wasn't, and when you, when you hear about the original name, it didn't start from Native Americans. They just adopted the Tomahawk Chop because of chiefs, thinking about chiefs. Like you know, chiefs in the Native American culture, but it was named after I think one of the mayors in Kansas City who they used to call chief all the time, or something like that. Hank, I forget what his name is. And then they, uh, then they started adopting little things from the Native American tribe, which is which, which is not degrading. Okay, not calling nobody redskins or nothing like that. It's just they started adopting things to honor his like achievement or. This we're named. This is our team. Is like the chief of like the chief of uh, Native American in their tribe or something like that. So to me, that's an honor. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't see the thing. I don't see that. Okay, but yeah, it's just it, you know. And so they then they adopted tomahawk chops and stuff like that. But listen, I mean, it it was dope. So we I'm just tell you, Kansas City. It's gonna be whoever. It's gonna be hard. Like, put them teeth if you ever think that's gonna. <laughs> Get rid of that symbolism, okay? But I, it was just, it was such a fun. It's so beautiful to see the sea of red. And yes, Illuminati people, I did catch that. You know, y'all talking about Rihanna real, real red the Super Bowl. I was catching it too. I was like, oh, oh, that does that mean we're gonna win? Win the thirty-five to thirty-five, the Dramachi numbers, the new order. When I saw it, I said, a new order has begun. I knew exactly what it was meaning. And then they ended it in 38 to 35, 38 meaning 38, 38, 3 plus 8, 8 is 11. I see y'all, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here with y'all. 
I saw the whole thing. The red crimson has the Chiefs win. Is, could it be a year of blood? I hope not. But I see what y'all saying. I get y'all. I see you. I see you. I saw the numbers and Jumanji stuff and all that. I got it. <laughs> all right, but let me tell you. It was it was still a dope feeling. It's a dope feeling to be like a winning team in your little old hometown, which is considered the heart of America, be on display. Like okay, now I do got some complaints here though, for the people in Kansas City who puts on this parade. Okay, y'all got to do something. Listen, y'all got so much stuff available to y'all in Kansas City. Y'all don't be knowing y'all got it. Like Kansas City. See, when I was a kid growing up, it had a fear of mediocrity. You know, they do things just halfway and half ass sometimes. Listen, y'all got KPRS, y'all got all of these radio stations. Entertain people during while they're out there during the night. Have you can get radio stations and stuff to set up, do uh, 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 do giveaways, set up on stage to the time of the rally. Have something for the people to do more so when they're out there. People are drinking and having their own fun, but it'd be even nicer. If y'all had some little entertainment on board. Plus, give the best party ever, Kansas City. Where's the jazz? You're known for jazz. Where's the fucking jazz? They put some jazz before or something. Do something different. Give a hell of a Super Bowl party, okay? It's a, it was really good because Kansas City's make, Kansas City people going to make it anyway, but it would be even better if you if you put some spice to it. I mean, I, there, I mean there's so many things. I would give y'all my ideas. But if you need some help, you know, call me up. It's just uh, there could be a whole lot more that they could do to me with with the parade. I mean, and it took too long, you know, when the players finally got there. I mean, I love the way – what I love about uh, the way that San Francisco does it for the Golden State Warriors, when they come, once they do finish doing the parade route – they come, they immediately bring them to the stage. They're all sitting down on the stage while the gym talks, while the this and this talks. you got to keep people's attention. And you know what? Here's the thing. I think you should only, this is no offense, but I only think you should use the guy who's the voice of the chief, maybe has an introduction. But you need to have, you got a, you got a big Kansas City chief fan who has a national television show, Nick. Nick Wright, I think that's his name. Use him. What the hell to host a rally? Y'all got to figure out other things, okay? Because so, Kansas City, I got a feeling you're going to be like New England. You're going to be winning all the time. <laughs> Hopefully. Let's hope. So please, do the party up. You have the best NFL party ever, okay? Oh, my goodness. So that's just about, yeah, but it was still a blast, okay? I had a great time. It was fun. It was cold, okay? It was cold. It was cold. It was cold. <laughs> But I still had a good time. It wasn't as cold as last year, though, in my opinion, because it was snowing last year. Last year I felt it. But to me, last year I was more prepared. I had, I mean, I had a big-ass cold, like a big-ass thing. This time I was, you know, I was, like I was zipped up. I had my blanket and stuff and chairs. But not as much as last year. So, you know, it was still, because it was a little bit of a, more of a struggle. But, you know, it was good. It was all good, okay? And it was funny to see the players, Patrick Mahomes, up and which he, you know what this is what I say the kid that kid deserves to have a party okay shit he was out there on one leg uh uh, uh pulling the Chiefs to the Super Bowl victory okay so he can have whatever he wants <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so also so let's go back to the game uh, halftime Rihanna 
Everybody was asking me how did I feel about Rihanna. I'm going to have more to say about Rihanna because I want to talk about her in ASAP Rocky's cover. I know a lot of people in the press, they've been showing a lot of people, especially it's been a lot of white people sometimes. That's how they've been showing it kind of saying, oh, it was a horrible halftime performance. And I don't know why people say that. People have different reasons. Maybe they were saying it. Some people might be jealous, racist. I don't know. But what I will say is this. I'm a thinker. So when I saw the half, I was noticing the red and the white. I didn't like Rihanna performing. Rihanna is a feature artist. Okay, let's not get it twisted. We know what the fuck Rihanna is, okay? She's a feature. A lot of her hits, her top hits are features, right? And uh, Rihanna's also known for her sexiness, right? So my opinion, I have, I do not know why they decided to, I've heard a lot of conspiracy theories, but to do the Super Bowl with Rihanna pregnant, I know she wanted to probably show, and I heard about the Fenty, her dropping the Fenty line marketing for kids. She's trying to do Fenty kids, but she's pregnant. And uh, Rihanna is not already, she's a performer, but she's not a Beyonce type of performer. And then the Super Bowl is fucking bells and whistles, okay? So the halftime show is known for bells and fucking whistles, Okay. So it would have been nice to see her perform with other artists since she knew she was pregnant, right, and have other people come out there and take up the slack for her. Visually, the halftime was stunning. Visually. Just like with The weekend. Visually, I loved the whole setup. I hated The weekend. He was not that great, okay? And he's going to have a show on HBO that looks like the same thing like his halftime, right? Sometimes, sidebar, I was just thinking the other day, this is a sidebar, when I saw the, the, the I was looking at the HBO like thing for, for the weekend, and I was thinking about, because you know, a lot of y'all be calling him the poor man's Maxwell and stuff like that, the Maxwell's, uh, poor man Maxwell or something, I don't know, which I, y'all be kind of this or whatever, but, but you know what I had a thought? I wondered if Maxwell wanted to be that, because Maxwell, personality-wise, you know, like, if you ever pay attention to Maxwell on a personality scale, like, you know, have you ever, have you ever like, sit and really listen to Maxwell on some of his interviews and stuff? I'm just thinking about my fave, okay? I was just thinking about it. But I, w- I would have expected Maxwell to be an artist like The Weeknd is because he doesn't, he doesn't, like, he doesn't fit R&B energy sometimes, like, when he, when you start to listen to him and talk, and he has a conversation, like, you listen to him, and you're like, oh, he's an R&B, right? And this has always been, am I stereotyping? Yeah, kind of. But I wondered if Maxwell ever thought about doing, like, stuff like that's kind of like that pop. He Even though he says he didn't want to be a pop star, like, I wondered, like, I could see, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if I heard Maxwell doing some, like, techno kind of shit. Like, like that was on his, that was on that other album, like, the, all the ways love can feel. Like, I feel like that was, like, a, 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 like kind of something I would think the weekend would do. It's just a, it's just a, it just was in my head, okay? 
That's my sidebar. Anyway, getting back to Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna was boring. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to And I love Rihanna. Y'all know how I feel about Rihanna, okay? I feel, I think I almost feel for her almost like Janet, okay? I have a crush on Rihanna, too. Listen, the, the, she was boring. But in my head, my business head, I said, who's doing the halftime show? Why bring Rihanna out pregnant by herself? And then I thought about it. Apple, producing the halftime show. Rock Nation, behind the scenes of the, of the halftime show. because, And who signed the Rock Nation? Rihanna. Rihanna hasn't dropped the album in seven fucking years, okay? Yeah, the, the help is doing well in clothes and selling makeup, but not so much music-wise. How do you pay your music handlers? You come out and do a melody. This is Carlotta 101's conspiracy theory. You come out and just do a full melody, melody of all your fucking songs for the last several years, all your hits. To pay your handlers because your 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 ass done got pregnant again. So you can't drop an album and if you do drop an album this year, eh, you ain't gonna be probably working it that much. Right, 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 because her ass is pregnant again. Right? So it's like, all right, bitch, bring your ass on this stage right here and sing some of these songs. We ain't got no money. Right nation, we ain't got no money from you. Apple, that would be great because hey, people can start streaming this shit. <laughs> What happened the next day? Rihanna's streaming sales went the fuck up. Everywhere I turned on the radio, I kept hearing Rihanna songs I ain't heard in years. Well, I hadn't heard heard Rihanna on the radio in a while. I mean, I heard her here and everything, and then there, but suddenly there was a resurgence of Rihanna. This whole week has been a resurgence of Rihanna. Smart move, Jay Z. Smart business move. I see. Oh well, right, not not Jay Z. Right, Nation. Smart business move, Apple. But the halftime show was boring as hell. And Rihanna, smart to pay your handlers with a boring ass show. It was time you paid the music guys. Because the music guys was like, oh, so you pregnant again? You know, what the fuck? You know, I know what I would say as an executive. No, I'm going to be honest. No, no, no. Y'all, y'all don't want to be honest. Okay. Carlotta, would you be a hard music executive? Kind of. Oh my God, I was going to save this part. I am. I'm going to save it for when I talk about Rihanna and the cover of A Stop Rocky. Of what has a record exec, I would say to Rihanna, finding out she's pregnant again. Now, babies are a blessing. Don't get me wrong. I think babies are a blessing every time they show up in somebody's life. No baby is a mistake. No human life is a mistake. However, I got a lot of shit to say about Rihanna. Like, if I was one in the mute, if I was like, you know, it's her record execs. Sometimes these singers is out of pocket. Like they be talking about the music business is how they they treat us bad. But then sometimes I understand why they treating y'all bitch asses like that. Cause sometimes y'all be making some poor ass decisions. Now I ain't for them treating you unfairly and and and, and all the the money scams and all the stuff they be doing. But some of you music artists are undisciplined, lazy mofos. Not all y'all, but a lot of y'all. So I understand why the record company be out in these streets playing games. I mean, saying saying some shit, okay? So, yeah, 
talk about that a little later on. But Rihanna's halftime show, I feel the same way. I think a lot of black people came to her defense and started defending, because I saw that all down the timeline on Twitter. Before people was dogging her, I saw people saying, uh, it was kind of boring. I saw a lot of people. Then suddenly the media, for some reason, started to focus on certain white people saying these horrible things about her halftime show, which makes black, which then triggers black people, even though as black people didn't like the half show, but it triggers us to defend her. Like, you ain't, you because we think somebody trying to be prejudiced. But the truth is, no, it was a boring halftime show. They ain't lying. That was just to sell Apple and get the streamers, get Apple streaming up, and uh, 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 to 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 help uh, uh, reinvigorate that catalog for uh, uh, to reinvigorate that catalog for uh, uh, for the Rock Nation because the bitch ain't put out no music anymore. Okay, this is what's really going on. We got to be able to see shit. <sighs> It is what it is. Right? I understood that. I understood it as soon as I saw it, okay? So that's how I felt about the halftime show. And Rihanna out there, it was just bored. Yonner, listen here, man, I mean, and Rihanna's not that type of performer pregnant-wise. You know, when she's pregnant, like Beyonce gave a show with Love on Top, you know, and then she opened up her stomach. I mean, regardless of whether y'all thought I was taking out, she still opened up her whatever was there. I mean, it looked like it was a real baby. That's what y'all see out in the streets, okay? I'm just saying, but it was, and they and they saying it was the most watched halftime in Super Bowl in Super Bowl history, which is hard to believe. More, um, more than the game. Let me just say why that is, because. Nobody has seen Rihanna perform in several years. So everybody was ready to see, whoa, let's go see Rihanna. I mean, you got to see her perform a little bit on the Fenty thing, or what's that thing they just had recently, her Fenty thing. She did a little, but nobody's actually got to see a full live performance from her. And, yes, she disappointed. So later on in the show, You know, you girls have got to be smart. You you R&B and rap girls are not very smart. Megan, Megan, Megan the Stallion, where are you at? Okay, they, they, I saw you the other night. You did not look pregnant. Let me just tell you because I see you later. You're happy. Whoever the party dude is, not not he's not as well known as you. You're in the prime of your career. I am for people having children. I am for you having a good time. I am for you having fans. However, a lot of you girls, you have a, you're in the area of show business. And when you do choose a guy, you choose one that sometimes lacks It's hard for your investors and handlers to promote them. Because they're, usually you guys are picking guys who are like, you know, no offense, no offense to the guys. But they like lesser shits than y'all. Like, you know, it didn't pass my mind that Rihanna is out here a single mama twice. No, she can be a single mama. She got a billion dollars, okay? 
but she's a single mama twice with a guy, ASAP Rocky, who's looking at how many years in jail is ASAP Rocky? The last time I heard, he was looking at two years maybe in jail. I mean, is she still out here in these streets looking at jail time? I mean, that's very interesting. No offense, I ain't trying to be in her business, but I understand, like, you know, what record execs is like and publicists are all like, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys don't choose well. Only show business your whole life is a, your whole life is on display, okay? No matter even if you try to be private. Oh, the privacy is even on display. If you're a guy who's trying to hide, like, you know, you know, listen, you got mystery people in show business. You know the mystery people, the mystery guys like Mooney Kravitz and, you know, Maxwell, people like that. That's, that's still publicity. That's still bullshit. It's still, I've managed to keep my life private. I've managed to keep, because you're keeping some sort of mystery and a little, and then you see a couple of little models and then he might tote out every day. We do know about Lisa Bonet. You know, he's had a famous actress, but he chose right with Lisa. We know about Nicole Kidman with Maxwell. What do we know? We know about Julissa. We know about, what was the other little white girl like The model, the amount We, You know what I'm saying? It's a little mystery thing. It's, they still playing the game, right? You got to pick right. Okay. You got to pick. It's, it's, it's a lot of things. Going. Oh, God. I'm going to go there about Rihanna later on. Because this is a life lesson for I want for the young girls coming up. Because... A lot of us has, when we were younger, the reason I tell y'all this shit is because this ain't shit that we, we as young, older women ain't went through. And we running sometimes to catch up with shit we fucked up on. And we try to tell y'all, give y'all lessons. It might sound cold. The shit we tell y'all, it might sound like, damn, that's some cold shit. What take that? What y'all mean? But we trying to tell y'all right so you don't get caught up. Like, look at Cardi B right now. I, and I see Cardi B the other day advertising some McDonald's with Quavo. What's his name? What's the Quavo? The Quavo. Before, I know babies are blessed, okay? Good for her. But before, before her career, remember she was getting ready to go on tour with Bruno Mars. Remember her trajectory was high. She was going up to that. And then she, Quavo was getting her caught up in all kind of shit. With the cheating and shit, and then sometimes you got to look, ladies, because sometimes motherfuckers be there to drain your energy. Somebody's there to drain the fuck out of y'all. I ain't saying that's what Quavo's doing. I'm just saying it just, I'm looking at her career where it was and where it's at now. She's out here trying to do McDonald's family time. Okay? And her image is supposed to be a sexy breath. Not that images can't evolve, but I'm just saying it is... You went from the hottest rapper to the, in the game to now you're the, I don't know, the hottest, hottest mommy in the game. I don't know. This is, for publicists, I know they're having a hard time. And so you girls have to decide how to how to move in correct ways. Yes, it could be if you can love somebody. Yes, you can care about somebody. But give them motherfuckers a chance. Like, give them a chance to get their shit together, okay? It's like, like you know, I don't want to get too far into it, but, like, when Holly Berry married Eric Benet, I was like, oh, no, Eric, don't do it. You know why I knew Eric shouldn't have did it? I knew her career was going to swallow him up. Why? Because he wasn't established himself as an R&B singer. He was an R&B singer, but not yet fully established. Nobody really knew the fuck who he was. Like, you know, they knew him, but people, it was ghetto star. You know what I'm saying? And you getting ready to marry this big old, huge entity. 
she doesn't, it's just not her alone. You know, so you you might want to date her and stuff, but you don't want her shit to swallow you up. Because you fuck around on her or something like that, she going to eat your shit up. And you know how hard it's been for Eric Benet to really just, like, come, have a comeback. Like, really get his, his comeuppance. Because he got, he took a big, for cheating on Holly Berry, he took a big fucking hit. No, 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 he did, he did. He had to go out here and tell people he was sexist, bitches, and all that shit, and he, he said it wasn't true. I mean, but you know what? He looked like the bad guy. Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. Bobby is still fighting. I didn't do it. I didn't take Whitney out. Damn it, Whitney was on drugs before me. Why? Because Whitney didn't, her chooser wasn't right. Oh, my God, my God. It's show business partnerships. Now, I know, I know Beyonce. I'm going to get to Beyonce in a minute. Y'all going to be like, Beyonce, we look at her, she chose her. And he, you know, everybody's saying she know. I'm going to get to Let me tell you why Beyonce chose right, even though the shit's probably going falling apart, allegedly. I'm going to just still tell you why. Kind of chose right. Because Jay-Z was able to pull himself up for the Beyonce occasion, Okay. I, 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 I have to get in And y'all like, Carlotta, what you saying about ASAP Rocky? Hang up, baby. No, I'm telling you, ASAP Rocky's about to get swallowed up. But we're going to talk about it. The Vogue cover is proof of it, okay? Why do you think the dude that's married to, what's the dude that's going with the Kardashians who just had this horrible thing happen a couple of years ago? I forget his name. What's that other rapper? The one that's going with, what's, what's this girl, the Kardashian girl? Y'all know how to forget her name. Um, I'm going to have to look it up. What is that rapper's name? I am, I'm like, uh, I have lost, uh, what is who that boy, she, and I get him and her and, uh, Travis, Travis something, Travis Scott, is it Travis something like that? Okay, that's why he keeps breaking up with her, going back with her, breaking up with her, going back with her, breaking up, he don't want to get swallowed up. But he's already kind of swallowed up because he's associated with the Kardashians for the rest of his life. Kanye could get with Kim. You know why Kanye could get with Kim? Kanye was big as fuck. He was bigger than Kim. He already established about the big. His, like he already established household name. Like he's Kanye then did his shit. Even though you know I wouldn't. There's certain choices I wouldn't have made her, but in, in him, I mean you know. But people do what they do. I'm just saying. But that shit, Kanye could be the big dog in it. Right, you know what I'm saying? He could look like the big dog because his shit was already established. I'm telling y'all, man and woman dynamics play out in it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about more about it later on into the show. But I'm going to use Rihanna today for a lesson for you young ladies, okay? Now, the good thing about Rihanna is that she has got some clothes established and some a clothing line and a, 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 what does she got out here? And some makeup, okay? And she can live off of that shit, okay? Well, I just want to talk to y'all about to have your, when you are going to go into anything in life, just take it from a, 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 your older sister, your big sister. Look, think of me as your big sister today, young, young girls. Yes, love is important, okay? But love, you know, it's, it's come and go. Right, but trust us, trust us, 
a lot of these a lot of these a lot of older women will tell you tell you like like I've had some old women sit down and talk to me since I've gotten older has older women older women than me and say I, you know um like, yeah girl honey my my um the, my husband fucked up my career I've had younger older men say the same thing about women so when you choosing you got to be you got to it can't be just all my all in love and my coochie's hat or I'm trying to have a baby real fast and all that shit. You got to be smart in the choosing of partnerships. But we'll get to that later on in the show. That's not y'all it's a word today, okay? <laughs> I got a different it's a word for today. Woo, but I am gonna talk partnerships is gonna be it's a word part two. In today's show, okay? But let's talk about your it's a word. I didn't give one. I realized I didn't give one for 2023. Your it's a word, okay? So to me, uh, this year, I want to get, for those of you who are just now, if you're new listeners to the show, I noticed I got some new followers on on on, on some of the uh, things or whatever who listen to the show. Shout out to y'all. Hey, what's up? Uh, if you're new listening to the show, I do this thing every week called it's, well, not, sometimes I don't do it. You know, it depends on my mood called It's a Word, where I just talk about things that I've been going through. I try to encourage you guys and some things that I've learned or lessons learned or all kinds of things, okay? So I'm going to go right into It's a Word, your It's a Word for 2023, because this year I feel like it's the year of distraction, the bridge, and decisions. I said the year of distraction, the bridge, and decisions. Oh, my goodness, okay? I feel like there is going to be so many distractions, okay? So many things to distract us off the course of destinations, where we're going. It's going to be people after your destinations, okay? It's going to be people set out to come to to destroy your destiny. There are people moving into place right now to take your destination, okay, to take you out of here, Okay? To distract you enough that they 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 mess you up, okay? You know, you, trust me, trust me, girl, young babies. Always listen. The enemy always sends distraction when you're trying to do something. You always got to ask yourself the timing of people, the timing of people coming in and out of your life, especially when it comes to the timing of love, relationships, and everything. Not just young ladies. Fellas, especially you, young fellas, there's so much pressure on you in society to be a man. You've got a lot of things, provider, uh, 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 protector. uh, So many things come with being a man in society, okay? And you you can't afford to not to be distracted. So you got to understand timing, how do I move, when do I move, how do I move, should I move towards this person, should I move to this one, should I move to that. You can't be, you can't be, I mean, I understand a little bit of seduction, but you got to be able to see the person, okay? And sometimes that doesn't mean getting involved in the kitty cat so fast, okay, because this chicks that can seduce you with their coochie, okay? Let me tell you facts. Y'all already know this, okay? Girls, you know for sure you can get stigmatized out here, okay? So, this is what I'm saying. Be careful of the distractions. Family who distracts you, friends who's trying to distract you, because we are moving 
over a bridge. 2023 is, I feel, is like the year of a bridge, like a bridge we're going into the next. We're already, in some ways, we're already in another dimension, a reset after COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like another dimension, another place, another time. Like me and my mother was talking the other night. We was joking because we was laughing because I was talking about, we were talking about Patrick Mahomes, and it's a story I had. It was really funny. And it was his house. Patrick Mahomes was in his house in Kansas City. I was telling my mother this story, this funny story about years ago when I was in at ORU in college. It was many years ago. I was like in my early twenties, and my friend drove up to this house or whatever, and we were all playing around. But it's the house where Patrick Mahomes lives in Kansas City right now. We were laughing. And I said it was nobody home. It was such a weird thing or whatever. And my mother said, oh, my God, what if you guys were in another dimension? Because my mother, you know, she kind of a spiritual. She's like, what if you were in another dimension? And Patrick Mahomes came to the door. We we started laughing. I was like, that's crazy. So my, my mother had a story, she told me. And she said, when I was a young girl, she believes in, my mother believes in different dimensions. Like, there could be other yous living in other dimensions. Okay, she's wild. Okay, she's wild. Okay, this is what it is. Y'all so, okay. I, I come from a, 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 a long line of spiritual <laughs> women who are spirit who were spiritually inclined in some ways. So my mother was like, when I was a young girl, she was like, you know, I answered this phone. I I called a wrong number. She was trying to call somebody, and she said she was like seven or eight. And so she said she picked up the girl picked up the phone, and she says, "Hi, you know, what's your name?" And she said. The girl, she, she, no, she asked for somebody, and the girl said, no, this is not, uh, no, you must have the wrong number. I'm, and she said my mother's name, Lolly. And my mother said, oh, my God, I don't know too many people named Lolly, right? And she said, yeah. She, she, said, she said, oh, like, how are you? How old are you? Because she said they were both kids on the phone. And the girl tells her, you know, I forget what my mother said. And she says, then she says, my mother says, she says the spookiest thing. She said, my mother says, so she's talking to the girl because even though she dialed the wrong number, she's like, so what are you getting ready to do? And she says, I'm getting ready to go fishing with my grandfather, right? And so my mother freaks out and hangs up the phone because one thing about my great-grandfather, which I knew, I grew up the same, my mom the same way, but me even more so than even my mom. My great-grandfather loved to take us fishing. <laughs> even when I was little, I went fishing with my great-grandfather and my grandpa all the time, like all the time, right? So I even had a little fishing rod everything. I know I fished by the time I was like six years old. I don't think I know how to do it anymore because I haven't fished in so many years, but I used to know how to put my bait on, all kind of stuff, right? And so my mother knew my mother who who my grandfather took her fishing too. So my mother freaks out because there's a girl named Lolly on the phone. She dials the wrong number. A girl named Lolly's on the phone who says I'm getting ready to go fishing with my grandfather, which she which is what she does all the time, which she was doing when she was a kid on the weekend. And my mother says I think I caught me in another dimension. <laughs> so if you ever see, it's funny. Okay, so y'all laughing about what I'm talking about right now, but. It's, what I'm saying is, my, um, and if you've ever seen, like, even the Spider-Man shows and all these new shows, like the recent Spider-Man flick where they were Spider-Mans, they were all Peter Parker, but all coming out of different dimensions, right? <laughs> 
Okay, I say all of this and I tell all this story is because I feel like we've resetted ourselves to a different type of dimension. Like, you know, I'm not saying there's other people that are we are that we got other us us in other dimensions, but I'm saying that I think we have to be new people in this dimension. We've we've reset into another dimension and you can't be in the old. It could possibly take you out. Like not in like not you know, I heard this guy I've been listening to this guy I, I really like on YouTube lately. I don't agree with everything anybody says. I always gotta put I always gotta put that damn disclaimer because y'all be writing me telling me, I this and and you said you didn't agree with So every every time I tell y'all to listen to somebody it doesn't mean I agree with everything they say, okay? It's just I might listen to them because I like some of the stuff they say. They kind of intelligent. I can I can I can respect it. Are they in, uh, not kind of, they are intelligent, and I can respect they, they hustle or what they're talking about. There's a guy named, I think his name is For No Fame. He's on YouTube. Oh, my God, he's really good. I mean, he's very interesting. It's a lot of theories he's got, a lot of conspiracy theories, but he's cool to listen to. I really like him. And he says some things that are thought-provoking. So I can get with that. You know, I'm a person, I entertain shit, right? So, um one of the things he was talking about the same thing about you know how you can't be in old you can't you can't be doing your old shit no more you can't be doing things that you once did I agree with the same I agree completely I feel like we are we have reset into a different era you can see how everything's going on around us inflation all these uh, how um, the world is moving we're at a different space in the world where the the the, the earth itself is um, going through. What I can what what's the best way to explain it? Um, spiritual and earth pains, like the earth is having pains. You know, y'all call it global warming, but I call it the earth responding to humanity. The earth is sick in some ways. You know what I'm saying? Because humanity's gotten a little sick. So I think we're at a there's such a it's such a different space, and you really gotta understand. That you can't carry over like the old, like you have to be a new you in this dimension. Like you got, you still you, but you got to be a new you. You got to adopt to the dimension, and you got to be careful because there's some people coming to distract you and take you out in this dimension, mentally, spiritually, physically, even sometimes, right? And we in the bridge part of it. We're moving into this dimension, the bridge over, which will take us to destinations, places we're supposed to be. And it requires that all that requires decision making. You know what I'm saying? Like you really you gonna have to make some just tough decisions this year. Like I I found myself the other day I was looking at some shit that happened and I was like, damn, was that for my best interest? It was because I was with somebody and I was I, and I I had never thought like that before, but they did something and I really you know I'm always watching people because I'm a Scorpio, you know. <laughs> I always tell you that, but like. I was finding like I was thinking, was that for my best? Was that for my best thing? Or were they looking out for me right there? I don't know if they was looking the fuck out for me. And do I do I continue in this shit? Like, do I continue in this friendship, or do I continue in? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck was that? You know, or something like that. So I, you know, like you got to start looking at people in from a different perspective. There are some people you ain't just 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 you gonna make decisions to be like, nah, not you, right? You know what I'm saying? So for to me, it's important, and even how you move with certain people, because some people gonna say no, not you to other to you, right? You know what I'm saying? So and learning to accept that and be okay with shit, because you know you, you 
you might not be good for them. Friendship-wise, family-wise, relationship-wise, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But trying to peep game. Or if you do, like if you do see something and there's friendships that you want that you should go for, and you say, this person I need in my life, or this person I feel like is for me. Not, 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 not wait, hold on. I gotta, I gotta make disclaimers here because I ain't talking about crazy stuff. I ain't talking about you stalking somebody and shit like that. That's why I'm not talking. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I know we have playful stalking and stuff we do. People where, you know, you go look on their line, you got a crush on somebody. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really genuinely knowing and that person wanting you in their life too, not it being a two-way street, not a one-way. And, 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 and it's in relationships, friendships, uh, family, everything, all that's getting ready to be important, I feel, because I feel like we're walking into an arena of a reset. And while it's not going to happen right away, like everybody's not going to reset right away, it's going to take time for some of these resets to happen, you need to be cognizant of them, aware of them, and getting in a position so that you can be able to um, harvest these new relationships, friendships, and things that you think are important. So, for instance, ladies, for example, not not ladies, for example, for uh, for uh, for example, for everyone, okay, if there's somebody you want in your life. And you're like, you know, I really think I can learn from that person. I really think that, um, you know, that person could help me in my growth or something. And you know that, like, you they right now, like, like they fucking completely out your league. You know, like, I, I can't, you can't walk up with, you can't talk up to them, you can't talk to them with the way the fuck you are now. Just start getting yourself in a position where you can go and have a conversation with certain types of people if you feel that's somebody you should connect with and have partnership with. Or friendship with, or people in your family that you feel like, yeah, you know, I I, I want to connect more to these type of family members, not the ones I these the old crazy ones I've been connecting to, or something like that. You might have to get yourself in a different space, in a different mindset, to meet new people, new things, new places. Okay, same thing even with relationships. Okay, so you know you might have to come out of who you've been and meet a better version of yourself in order to bring these people, functions, and things into your life, okay? So I hope y'all get it. That's how it's a word for 2023. I feel like it is a year of, it's a transition year. I think we're going to see a lot of things this year, a lot of fallout of things. I feel like guards are going to change and turn. I would not be surprised if we see more, not only politicians, celebrities, all kind of shit falling, systems falling, I would not be surprised. Okay, I'm not saying it's guaranteed to happen, but I won't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Because I think it's reset, and some people don't realize they're in the reset. Right? So some people, even in, even in celebrity. And stuff like that. And if you were a celebrity out there listening to me or whatever, or people, or are you in the business or wherever you're going towards in the business, even at who you connect to, like especially in the fame game and stuff like that, be very careful who you're trying to connect to. Because they might, they shit might be getting ready to go down. You can see ships going down. You got to pay attention. Sometimes when ships look the most like the Titanic, Remember the story of the Titanic? The Titanic was a big fucking deal when they built it. Oh, that was going to be the biggest ship. It's the best. Blah, 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 blah. 
That shit went down. What was it? Was that a first ride? It's the first official ride? That was so big and so popular. Went down. Hit an iceberg. That iceberg took it the fuck out. Okay? It's a lot of people going to be hitting icebergs this year, okay? And you don't want to be in the boat. That's what I'll say. All right, so that's y'all. It's a word. When I get back, we're going to get into some news in these streets. I might get right into Rihanna, child. Talk about the ASAP Rocky cover at Vogue. Oh, Lord, we got to talk about that cover, honey. So much. uh, We're going to talk about um, what other stories I need to talk to y'all about. We're going to talk about this uh, uh, Skip Bayless talking about why white owners don't hire black coaches. And you know what? I totally, totally agree with Skip Bayless. I believe that really happens. And uh, Adidas is out here having issues, baby. Adidas, since they got rid of Kanye, Adidas probably about to go back and say, Kanye, help. Because, listen, $1.3 billion. They are in trouble. And, you know, they already been faking with that Ivy Park. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, faking with the Ivy Park. I said faking, Adidas. It's quite a lot of theory, but I believe Adidas has been faking with the Ivy Park. Ivy Park, they say, is just not doing shit. I ain't seen I tell you, I'm the only person I've seen, I've seen with some Ivy Park on. <laughs> and I ain't even a big fan like that. Y'all talking about y'all be happy and me, I supported her. Y'all didn't even, y'all didn't even, I don't even see none. I know a lot of beehivers. I ain't seen them wear one Ivy Park outfit. I ain't seen, I ain't seen shit. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about Michael Irvin suing his accuser. You go, Michael Irvin. Protect your shit, okay? We got to talk about that, and, you know, if you weren't wrong in this, okay? So we got to talk about that a whole lot more. Meanwhile, let's go into... Uh, a little bit of music. Let's hear Return of the Mac, Mark Morrison. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I'll be back in a moment, y'all.
right, that's Alexander O'Neill with some Sherelle. Never knew love like this. One of my favorite songs. I love, you know what? I love me some like old school Sherelle and Alexander O'Neill. Like, like the old, they're like, no, just separate from each other. They did a lot of shit together, but I mean, like, man, they, they were dope separate too. I love that. Jimmy, Jim, Terry Lewis, okay? Beats a lot of their stuff. All right, it's the CC Show. I'll tell a We are back today and i am about to get into the hot topics in these streets the news okay uh let's see we're gonna start off with first um uh, i'm trying to think what did i have up first for y'all it was a story i went okay so you know i don't know if y'all been hearing the big deal about uh don lemon this week okay don lemon let me just say you know i love watching don lemon on new year's eve <laughs> But, you know, sometimes Don be getting on my nerves. But Don's been working on CNI for a minute anyway. But it says CNN, uh, this is from Deadline uh, News. It says CNN CEO's Chris Lick called Don Lemon's comments about women unacceptable. Unacceptable. Money, morning show anchor apologizes to staff. Update. Now, there's rumors that they've been pressuring him, pressuring CNN to get rid of Don Lemon, okay? But it says Chris Lick. Chairman and CEO of CNN Worldwide called Don Lemon's comments on women unacceptable, while Lemon apologized to staffers in an, editor, in an editorial call on Friday. I'm sorry that I said it, and I certainly see why people found it completely misguided, Lemon said, according to an account from CNN's Oliver Dorsey. Uh, in a segment of CNN this morning on Thursday, Lemon, Poppy Harlow, and Caitlin Collins were talking about the GOP presidential contender, Dee Haley's proposal that candidates candidates over the age of 75 take competency tests. That is ageism, okay, because there's some of you mofos that's 40 that need to have competency tests, okay? Lemon said, so I disagree with her completely, okay? That's ridiculous. Uh, Lemon said, even though Joe's up in there uh, stumbling around, Lemon said that this talk about age makes me uncomfortable, but then added, Nikki Haley is not in the her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime, it's in her 20s and 30s, maybe 40s. Harlow then stopped and wait, Harlow said. Prime for what? It depends. It's just like prime. You look it up. You look it up. If you Google when a woman's in her prime, it will say 20s, 30s, and 40s. Lemon's uh, comments sparked a furor on social media, and Haley herself said it is always the liberals who are the most sexist. Now, you just was ageist, okay? So I don't really like that because she. What, what's going on with the GOP is they playing games. Yes, I don't like Joe Biden, but competency, comp, competency tests, some of you motherfuckers are 40 that need competency tests before you become president, okay? So I don't agree with that, okay? Even though I do think something's wrong with Joe, okay? Uh, but it says, Mitch told Stafford Lemon's remarks were upsetting and acceptable and unfair to his co-host, and ultimately a huge distraction to the great work of this organization, according to the New York Times, which obtained an audio recording of the editorial call. Uh, Lemon and Harlow and Collins were seen to host CNN's revamp morning show last year, retitled CNN in the morning from the previous New Day. The show remained, and, that's, and Don Lemon, sidebar, Don Lemon was playing games because he's a Democratic operative, okay? So, you know, he's playing games too. So it says the show remains far behind its cable news rival Fox and Friends morning show in ratings. But CNN Network executives have said they take some length of time for morning show artists to build. Man, they all been behind Fox for years, okay? A key feature of morning shows is this chemistry and conversation between hosts, which is why Lemon's interactions with Harlow and Collins 
have drawn such close scrutiny, okay? Uh, White House Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre addressed the incident Friday at Friday's press briefing, while it's gotten particular attention in right-wing media. The New York Post featured uh, the incident on its cover, uh, driving attention for the other stories rocketing the Modak empire, okay? Um, uh, this is what I'll say. Usually that is how they describe uh, women. This is Don Lemon was not lying. It's just probably something he shouldn't have said. A lot of times uh, in in the world, women, you know, it's, listen, As a growing older myself, I'm, I'm now 50. I know I don't look 50, but I am, okay? <laughs> uh, I understand that for women, and even more so in today's atmosphere, it can be such a cruel place for women as they age. I mean, my great-grandparents and stuff had it harder. By the time they were 25 and 26, they were calling them old maids if they weren't married, you know? A lot of women had to be defined by uh, married children, so many things, okay? Uh, And today in society, um, what you have now is uh, you still have ageism in a lot of ways as women get older. Like even in the man sphere, I feel like sometimes, like when I listen to man sphere, I agree that sometimes women have a shorter window to have children. That's, that's true. Women have a shorter window to do things or whatever. However, I also feel like sometimes when I hear a lot of these man sphere spaces and stuff like that, uh, I, a lot of times I recognize that some of these men probably don't have children, they don't have daughters and stuff like that, uh, because one of the things is you don't want your child just choosing anybody because her clock's ticking or her are limiting to herself to just being a parent or something like that. Your daughter may not be that. She may be uh, something to decide to be something different in life, okay? But uh, for the, I understand there's space for the women who can still want families and children and all these things and stuff like that. But a lot of times uh, those spaces, sometimes even those spaces can be so cruel to older women. Like, like I'll even hear them talking about, like, some of the celebrity women. Like, the other day I heard a, a person talking about, um, who was it? Um, uh, Lala Anthony, I think. And I was like... <laughs> And they and they were saying, and I, I like this person. I like this person. I listen to them all the time. They're one of the more balanced men's for your shows I tend to listen to. But I didn't like what they said the other day because I was like, well, you probably, I wonder, do you have a child or a daughter? Because I don't think you would probably want your daughter to be in. They were saying things like, well, Lala, should you women convince Lala, like women convince Lala to get uh, divorced or get out of here in these streets, and now there's nothing out there. And that maybe she could have perhaps made it work. Sometimes, listen, women, a lot of women do themselves a disservice, and men too. But women sometimes, because women, we're, we, we're protectors, and we're protectors of people's feelings and, and, and relationships, and we're, women are always on the end of trying to make it work. Trust me, you think Lala Anthony didn't make it work? Lala Anthony was in there. No, I ain't in her business, but allegedly 
Lala, he done had a side baby on Lala, and he was with a with, with another woman on 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 uh the um on her birthday. Now, how much a motherfucker got to show you before they let you know I don't want you no more? How much you got to do? How much to me? That to me, those are clear signs. Ain't nothing. No woman got to say in no shit like that. No offense. There ain't no woman got to say in no shit. It's better to be alone than be with somebody who don't want your ass and hate your ass. Okay? I ain't saying he hate her. I'm just saying he was acting like a man who didn't want no more. Okay? And so some of these people, they don't have a, a, a concept about, and they saying it because she's older. Oh, now she's only got young men up in her DM. I, whatever. But whatever, the question is, do you stay in a hideous, I mean, she married a younger dude, the, the, uh, Carmelo's younger than her, like I think seven, six or seven years younger than her. So, like, a lot of times, you you, you know, it can be cool saying to women, hey, as you age, you got you don't got no more choices. Well, fuck y'all. I ain't got to have what I do. Is my life only about uh, 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 men and children? No. There's so much of life women can have. It's a blessing if you have children, if you have a, a, a marriage or a husband, a spouse or somebody to share it to. But also, don't let motherfuckers convince you to jump up in something that you you will regret later on. I'm not saying be out here hoeing and doing everything and, and running around. I'm saying be wise and take your time when you choose partnership, which I'm going to be talking about a little later on in the show. Of partnerships and who you partner with is important. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people get divorced after ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. It doesn't mean they didn't love each other, but it's just the partnership is not evolving. And the partner, they realize that hey, we may love each other, but the partnership isn't right. And sometimes people find that out in their in their old years, forty five, fifty. A lot of people, that's mostly because people get divorced because the needs of the other person changes. And sometimes if you can't keep up with those needs, that happens. That happens. So a lot of women sometimes make those turns because so because their kids have gotten grown. Sometimes they've been with bad marriages and stuff like that. I'm not for telling women that their existence is just staying in bad situations, right? I guess I have a, a family member right now who uh, got married to her dream guy just uh, 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 a few years ago, living in a, a nice house he had built for everything. She was past the age of, 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 of 55. I know that ain't everybody's story, but so the fuck what? You can have another story. Maybe you could travel. You can do other things. What's important is having joy and peace in your life. Not happy, not so much happiness because happiness is based on circumstance. You you know, you, it depends on how your circumstance, every, every day ain't going to be happy day. Because okay, some people say, I just want to be happy. I'm like, uh, well, you ain't going to be happy every day, okay? But you want joy. What you want is sustainability, joy and peace. And if a motherfucker's ruining your joy and peace, then you got to send them on your way. Or if, And what I mean by peace, and that can come in a number of ways. It can be like we're not going the same way or we're not this and that or whatever the case, okay? But what I don't like is there's this, this thing, so much pressure. As a woman in society, there is a lot of pressure put on your age. And even more so now, it's harder for a lot of men because we, here, listen, 
there are a lot of tools available. The only thing that's that's different for women nowadays is you you might and even that's changing because technology is changing where women can have babies a little bit, you know, in they late forties and early fifties. Look at Janet's ass, okay? There's a lot of ways to have a baby out in these streets, okay? If you want that. Okay. So I'm just saying it's not, you know, I'm just saying there the world is a the, the spaces is changing for women. Women have no more options. Women at fifty don't look like women at uh like women used to look in nineteen thirty five or fifty. You have women right now who's fifty years old look like they about twenty five. No, thanks. They bodies is on point, everything, okay? And so, uh, you know, and there's so much pressure put on them and has to, uh, you know, you, listen, to not age and to not age gracefully. I mean, shit. So, I, you know, I, I mean, I understand why people are a little upset with Don saying these things about a woman's crime, but that is what most people think. It's not just Don Lemon. We got Mansfield people out here. We got all kinds of people saying all kinds of things. Like I said, they talk about even celebrity women. We got celebrity women who are gorgeous, look like they 25, 26, like Lala. And I understand what the Mansfield is saying. Listen, a lot of the Mansfield is saying, you know, hey, some of these women have been, they have put them, they have made themselves um, unacceptable to certain parts of male society. And I'm not saying that's Lala. Certain parts of male society in their groups, and they're no longer able to get these certain types of men. I get what they're saying. Those are true factors, and they don't got shit to do with age. Okay, sometimes it's just people's behavior. Because I think twenty, a lot of these men out here think that they can get twenty-one year olds and twenty-two year olds and reshape their monkey ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, an immature man thinks that shit because he doesn't know anything about being a woman and understand that women evolve constantly within their lifetime. So, you know, you, to, and, and also we're living in an age where you, you're saying, oh, you're, you know, a lot of pressures putting on all women in their 20s and 30s. You know, uh, it's so many things. I mean, so many pressures out here for older women. But here's what I say. You are the you are the you and God. God first, then you. As long as God got you on this green on this earth, breathing, living, and moving, you determine how you want that life to live with God in partnership with God, because when you have God in your life, God helps you lead your best life, right? In partnership with God, you decide how that's going to look. Some of you won't have children. Some of you won't have a family. Some of you won't be married. I had a spiritual mom who was married, who had children in her early part of her life. In the last part of her life, she wanted kids, but she, she, I mean, she wanted a she wanted to be married again. She hadn't been married in years. And I remember she said, I understand that I probably won't be married again. But she said, you know, I got so I get so much joy from ministering to people or talking to people. That was her thing. She knew that she had to sacrifice certain things because God called her to minister in her last in the time that she was here, her last years of her life. She had already been married with children and didn't her, her marriage didn't work out. 
because her husband was an, uh, at that time an abuser. And but she evolved and became, became something so beautiful and meant so much to so many people's lives. I mean, she didn't just have her own children; she had spiritual children. You know what I'm saying? So it, I don't know how. Listen, I, when people say that prime stuff, you know, because we just had a girl. What was that girl? Uh, about twenty. I mean, I, I often think about that young lady. Uh, uh, what was the one? That, let me just say. Let me just get her name up. I forget her name. Um, let me look it up because I want to say this because it's important. Um, what is her name? What was her name? I can't think of what her name is. Uh, a 30-year-old, okay? She was 30 years old, Chelsea Chris, 30, 30 years old, successful, beautiful. And one of the things, she jumped to her death from 29 floors. And one of the things this young lady was so concerned about was aging. And part of that is because I said we live in such a – it's getting ready to get worse. I just want people to know because we're living in a time of decadence. That's why you got to choose how your own lane and how you're going to live, even as, as you grow older. Because, hey, listen, 20-year-old, you're going to be 30 tomorrow. You're going to be 40 tomorrow. You're going to be 50 tomorrow. You're going to be 60 if God bless you to live through the process of living. So you're going to have all these, these growth spurts and times and stuff like that. And part of the thing is going to get worse because it's a youth culture and they're teaching y'all that youth is the future. And while I believe that youth leads the future, I don't believe you are the future. The future, I've always said, is shared. You have elderly, you have middle age, you have youth, you have youth, youth you know what I'm saying? You have all kinds. So you, you share, the future is always shared, but to infuse this world with such youthful ideas and telling people when they prime is up and when they time is up and all this stuff. I know more. I know some 80-year-olds that's more progressive than some 30-year-olds. Depends on who raised them, who taught you, okay? So all I'm just trying to say is the world is going to get more tough as regarding age and how we look at age and stuff like that, but you got to be confident within yourself as women. And you got to be confident with the process of growing older. It is, listen, and it is, and listen, there's so many things out there you can do. I mean, so many things you can do now or that makes being older. Some people want to grow old gracefully, no work and stuff like that. I am, I don't care about, it. I, I'm not against work, okay? So, <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm, I'm against doing, looking like a, looking like a clone or crazy person out here. Some of y'all be having them lips and looking like ducks. I'm not talking about that, but I'm not against people getting a little work done or doing whatever. Whatever makes you happy as you as you go through the processes of life, not whatever what makes you joyful and gives you some sense of peace about how you grow old and how you grow. Uh, oh, I'm not. Listen, I'm a person. My body's gonna grow old. My looks is gonna grow. But listen, I always have. I have a youthful spirit. I know that. I'm an old soul, but I'm also a youthful soul. And partly because I was raised by my grandparents and my grandmother was a youthful lady. She still is, even though she's getting older. She's in her 80s, late 80s. You know, my grandfather's youthful. So it's like kind of like, you know, 
so I so I got the best of both worlds. So I understand they you know I have the equipment to 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 do things, and it's still a process, and it's still scary. And sometimes you're looking at it going, oh, and you have all the fears and things of growing old in the society as a woman. There are those fears still there, no matter how much we convince ourselves and talk to ourselves about, oh, I'm gonna be confident as an older person, I'm gonna be this and that and this and that and this and that. There's still those fears there because we're moving more and more towards our mortality, you know. And so uh, that's the process of the life. But I think about this beautiful young lady, Chelsea Chris, who was what some consider in a prime, jumping to her death because she didn't think she got nothing else to look for, look forward to. So we got to be careful how we how we treat the process of aging. And, and, and listen, here's the thing about this. And this is, I'm going to say this. I'm going to, because it's going to sound confusing when I say this. If you're a Christian or whatever, if you believe in the Christian Bible or something like that or whatever, aging is a form of sin. You know, aging is from, uh, aging is, um, is mortality is sin. Mortality is our bodies going old and stuff like that is because, you know, people say that it's spiritually because we've committed sin in the world. Aging, we rot. We've changed the processes of our bodies. So growing old sometimes it has its consequences. It has its thing because death is that, is is the transformation to the spirit realm. But Here's the important thing to always remember. You are not your body. This is a beautiful vessel that God gives you to do with, to live on this earth, in this earth space so long. And you can do so much with it in so much time. People confuse you and scare you and and fuck you up with uh, vague versions of who you're supposed to be at 40 and 50, you in, yo, you pass your prime. People going to tell you that all the time. Do what you got to do. If you're a 50-year-old woman, you got it going on. Keep going. Do what you need to do in this world. Don't let nobody put pressures on you to be something you're not. Don't let nobody tell you you're hitting the fucking wall when you know you fit for, uh, 50 and you look like you're 25. Just say, whatever, hit the wall, whatever. I'm keep going. You, this is your journey. And no matter what mistakes you made or no matter what, you got the right to be alive and go through the process of life. Most of y'all going to make mistakes in life. Most of y'all going to do that's A lot of young people don't listen. So they're going to go down roads too. But I'm just telling you how you bounce back from those processes and what's your prime, who determines all that, that's up to you. Shit. Even men out here. There's older men. These older men are looking great. Some of these older men look good as the young. Listen here, you, what's Lenny Kravitz pushing 60? Should Jay-Z even look good? Listen, I know some of y'all be talking about Jay-Z. Listen, I, I understand why Beyonce like Jay-Z. I, I had a friend. I, I grew up with a friend that is that reminds me so much of Jay-Z. And he was the most charming, smart, beautiful guy, one of the most beautiful guys I met. He looked like similar to Jay-Z. Okay, and it had nothing to do with his outer appearance. But Jay, he looks good. You know, I ain't, I ain't that Jay Z like that. Like I like some of his raps and stuff. But I, I, you know, y'all know how I feel about him on the on the business level and stuff. But Jay Z is he's even him. P 
people are pushing the limits of age. You know, you got Lenny Kravitz look good. He Lenny Kravitz fine. He's just fine than some of y'all twenty year olds. He's pushing damn near sixty. Maxwell, oh my God, Maxwell had this video out the other day. I didn't even care about the video. I was like, what was he saying? I didn't even see what he was saying. I was like, he is fucking fine. I mean, he's how old? He's gonna be fifty this year. My God, she. My daddy is fine, okay? My daddy is. What's my daddy? My daddy almost damn near 70. My, I got a great-looking daddy. My, my, <laughs> he's one of them silver foxes. I always be talking about my daddy. My daddy is my daddy's beautiful. It's a beautiful man out here pushing age. It's beautiful. Just like it's beautiful women. Look at Angela Bassett's trying to date. All these women. Man. And there's so many things that help you to enhance your beauty. I look like people like Tina Knowles. There's so many beautiful women. You don't age. You don't, you ain't. You know what I'm saying? But it's so many ways to do to to go into uh, your age and still be in your prime. Don't let nobody bullshit y'all out here, okay? All right, because and I, I felt I felt the need to say that when I saw that what Don Lemon said because I was thinking about that young lady because I always think about her and I thought I always think because she was so beautiful and in what I would say the prime of youth not the prime of her life, because life is going to have many different primes and moments. I think, man, she jumped off a roof because of partly some of what, some of not all the whole reason, but a lot, some of it was she was scared to age, scared to live out life. That that outer shell, whatever it comes with it, the movement of youth and everything, Scared to live out her destiny. You know, when I think about it, it's just sad to me. The beautiful journey of life, the beautiful phases and different moments. And, and, you know, like even old people, like even watching older people fall in love. Some older people in their 70s and 80s have a renewal of love sometimes. They, when their spouse is out or somebody else comes in, all kind of things. So me, it doesn't stop because you get old. You know what they say the most sex is had in America? The nursing home. <sighs> How y'all vision the elderly is crazy to me. It's crazy. And maybe because I grew up with a respect. I, I, I have family with longevity. My family has a lot of longevity. So I got I knew my great great grandfather. So I got to see older people. My great-great-grandfather was driving around Arkansas when he was, like, 89 and 90. and could see better than Oliver. <laughs> right? So I, I appreciate the processes of life. And it's sad that when we so dependent on uh, the ideas of youth, that we would rather forego, like, I just rather, you know, some people would just rather die young because they have this vain existence. Now, I'm not saying this is with this young lady. That's not what I'm saying. I believe there was other things going on. But because we have these ideals in our head about the beautiful journey of our elders. You guys are crazy. Listen, some of y'all, most of y'all life ain't going to happen in your 20s and 30s. You're going to have fucking failures. Some people going to be failures. Of it, but some people, listen, Kurt, the, the the man who created uh, 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 Kentucky Fried Chicken was 69 years old. I mean, you don't know when your journey is going to pick up. 
Esther Rowe, when she got her first role on on Good Time, she was damn near 40. Well, her first big role, she had done theater and other stuff. But she, the lady who, who was on the Titanic, one of the, the older lady who on the Titanic that played the mother or the grandmother that told the story, that was her first big role as an actress. She was in her, like, 90s, 80s or 90s. My God, don't limit yourself. Don't let people out here limit your life and tell you what your prime is. Okay, especially for women, and rob you of the beautiful process of aging. Okay, I'm not gonna make that shit. And even though it's a, it's a beauty, it's, it's what is it? A collateral beauty, because there is some collateral and some um, things to aging. As you age, your body feels differently. You know what I'm saying? You get stiffer sometimes, you know. It's things happen. You know what I'm saying? That's the process of, oh, because there is consequences. What I said in the spirit realm because of sin in the world and how the world is built and everything. There is older because that's the journey to me. Some of us, not all of us, not everybody will have the journey of, of lifetimes of, you know, they're going to be people who die young. That's just, you know, without, you know, through disease, other things, uh, crime, all kinds of things. But the, most people will go through the process and the journey of aging. And with that, even though you might work out and look good, you're still going to have a little creep here, a little this. It's, it's going to be different from your 20s, and that's just the process of life and meeting the road to uh, your, your, the destination of the next life. That's just the process of the journey. Okay. All right, so that's what I wanted to say on that, okay? I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, on to the next uh, thing. That's what I want to talk about right here. Okay, did I got that one up? Bro, back to broke, uh, back to broke. Americans are racking up debt and burning through their savings. Economists warn it could spark a recession. Uh, this is according to MSN Money, but it is saying in Fortune Magazine, via Fortune Magazine, saying despite high inflation, rising interest rates, and consistent recession predictions from Wall Street, Americans have, Americans continue spending at near record pace over the past year, opting to spurs on Disney vacations and DoorDash deliveries. Rising raises and, and a cash buffer of savings was that was built up during the pandemic when spending slowed and benefits like stimulus checks and enhanced unemployment boosted income have provided consumers with unprecedented spending power, according to Liz Young, a head of investment strategy of SoFi at online banking. But data shows many Americans have begun financing their new spending habits with credit cards and uh, draining their savings in recent months as a cost of living source. Some experts fear uh, that means uh, a spending slowdown or even a recession could be on the horizon. My intuition and common sense is there's not a bottomless pit of savings to support this level of spending, and there's not a bottomless pit of wage growth to keep it elevated enough to drive GDP indefinitely. Young wrote in a Thursday article, time will tell, but I still believe something's got to give. U.S. consumer credit card balances jumped 7% in the fourth quarter of 2022 to a new record high of $986 billion. A New York Federal Reserve report showed this week. And Morgan Stanley estimates that last year alone, consumers spent roughly 30% of the $2.7 uh, trillion in, in excess savings they built up during the pandemic. 
uh, with lower income consumers tapping close to 50%, okay? At the pace of spending, we anticipate savings on the track to dwindle rapidly. The investment bank's economist wrote in, on, in a January 24th note, arguing consumers will spend more, uh, send another $500 billion of their pandemic savings in 2023. Okay, so let me just tell you how I feel like this. I feel like society, you know, and listen, this is all of us. All of us, hey, listen, put you in child. We got, I mean, these credit cards, they risk, okay? So, yeah, you know, I just, I, here's what I'll just say. This year, what I talked about for, yeah, it's the word, the bridge, uh, this is a year, you know, to try to knock down some stuff and some of your debt, okay? You know, we all going through just knocking it down because it is, because these people are creating a cycle out here. They knew when you came out of the COVID, you're going to want to go somewhere. Your ass been locked up in the fucking house. These motherfuckers knew that on the computer and stuff like that. Yes, you're spending credit card debt and, and you eating in and shit, like eating out and shit because you want to get out. You were stuck in the house. For a year and a half. Now I wouldn't, because I went out. Tell me what they asses were doing. Okay, I went out. Got me some. I went out. Got went to eat. I went to. I, I lived because I understood what was going on. But they do this. They've done this, and now they they getting ready to. Americans they're trying to make it your fault now because they created a cycle. And look at all these people dropping concerts in the middle of expensive ass concerts. And so this is why I would try to say, say to some of y'all, okay, listen, expense, Beyonce and them should be ashamed of themselves. No offense, no, really, seriously. No offense to Beyonce. Yeah, kind of is offense. But all these people, Janet, everybody dropping concerts that are expensive in the middle of a recession. Adjust, motherfuckers. If you want to go out here on tour. That's why, y'all, don't spend, sometimes you don't spend your money on a punk ass. And you know they ain't they they ain't being decent sitting up here charging a thousand two thousand dollars for tickets on the floor and ain't nothing but her funky ass coming out doing the same shit she's been doing for the last ten years same thing Jan Jackson Janice is a little bit more reasonable but damn it I'm saying same thing okay enough go to see somebody else you know New Edition I think that's a good go pull a good chunk because it's decent prices and they, what is it they, uh, if they got like three acts on it, I'm going to tell you, you don't start winning though in this economy. You usually win B-list artists, C-list artists, all of them, they start winning because they be cheap. And they ain't trying to do a whole bunch of shit. They ain't trying to do the bells and whistles. Beyonce and them, because see, Beyonce and them really can't do no shows without bells and whistles. So they got to come out to explosions and fireworks and juju bears flying through the air and all that stuff because they got to entertain y'all, Okay. Uh, and that's why her overhead, her concert tickets are so expensive. Okay, so I'm just like, you know, they know y'all going to want to do that. But be hold your money, kids. Hold your money, people. Be careful. Go see her if you can. But don't be in no rush. And trust me, I'm telling you, Beyonce and full shit. That's why I'm hearing it's very quiet about how these ticket sales are going. I heard it was a lot going overseas, but it's very quiet. The rollout's quiet. Part of the reason I think they're controlling how you see them ticket sales, too, is because you won't, so you can kind of take and control the narrative if she's selling out or not. That's why they got you registering this shit. Not only to steal your information, but they also got you registering so you can say, yeah, the ticket sales are good. I can wait. And you probably can. Her ass ain't going to sell out uh, uh, for me, instance, in my hometown. Arrowhead Stadium. Her ass ain't gonna sell out. She man, I mean, if she if yet she gonna sell half the stadium out, and I don't think she gonna do it right away. Okay, I'm gonna tell you, I'm serious. I'm telling you, America, I don't think she gonna be selling. So take your time. You ain't gotta spend money on that. 
And a lot of Americans is, is, is overworked. When they come, they work in five days a week, six days a week, all kind of stuff. They come home, and, you know, there, it, it's a constant it's a constant mental uh, 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 weight that's going on, too, that's making the average American, even if they don't work like tired, overly stressed, all kinds of things with worry for the future, all that stuff, and all of that creates uh, people not wanting to cook, people wanting to go out to eat, people wanting to find some relief. They're putting these pressures on you because they're trying to make you trigger society a certain way. So I'm trying to tell y'all, protect our mental health, protect our spiritual space. I got to tell myself the same damn thing, okay? Because this is what they're trying to do out here. And then they're going to try to blame you for them shit. So see what happened was Americans were spending. And not that they created, not that we created a fucked up environment that allowed Americans to want to escape and shit. So... You guys, take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, your spiritual health, and your financial health, okay? That's what I'll say for that. I wanted to make sure y'all get that. Okay, so then what's my next story you got to tell Hippie in the Streets? Mm-hmm. Should I go on to Rihanna? Am I talking about Rihanna yet? Let's go and talk about Rihanna in the Super Bowl. Okay, y'all, did y'all see? Okay, Rihanna... This week after her Super Bowl came out with her Vogue um, uh, cover with her and ASAP Rocky on the cover. And you can't help but notice that ASAP Rocky, Rihanna, ASAP Rocky's in the back holding the baby. <laughs> and he's, he's real little. Like he, like he way back. And Rihanna's grabbing him like she the man. Like she leaving. She real big. And she's they imposed her up real big. Like a like a Wonder Woman, like an Amazon. Okay, and he writing back, looking like a little, you know, like he the bomber and stuff. Holding everybody. Oh my God, you talking about demasculating? Okay, I'm I'm telling truth. I can tell truth. I tell truth. I tell truth. Okay. It's, and it's always demasculating black males. You would never, my personal opinion, you ain't gonna never see no white woman on a picture with, with a black with a white man like this. You just ain't gonna see it. Okay. Um, it says, Rihanna, this is according to the Today Show, today.com. It says, Rihanna's making headlines once again this week by appearing in several stunning family portraits in March 2023 issue of British Vogue. Just days after delivering a knockout Super Bowl, no, it wasn't a knockout, 57-man halftime show performance, a pregnant diamond singer, 34, seen proudly posing in the magazine alongside her partner, rapper ASAP Rocky and their son, who was born in May 2022. The couple have not notably not yet revealed their son's name, and the multi-hyphenated businesswoman addresses how they plan to protect him in the accompanying interview. Uh, the trio appeared on the magazine cover in a gorgeous beach-eyed image. Rihanna wearing a slinky back dress with a high set walks in the sand ahead of ASAP Rocky who cradles their baby boy in his arms while kissing the top of his head. So mother and father are several steps apart. They are holding hands. I ain't in nobody's business. I don't know Rihanna. Okay. But I will say this. We've seen this story play out in the celebrity world time and time again. ASAP Rocky, I want to give you a warning. Okay. Here's the thing. 
And see, I know a lot of these girls want babies real fast. Let me talk. Let me just say something. Because it's, it's hard to talk to women about this. Because I don't have any children, but it's hard to talk to women. I have little cousins, little nieces, stuff like that. So when I talk to you, and I love children, okay, but I'm being really sincere about this because I've seen a number of people, a lot of people don't know what it means to be a parent. And a lot of y'all motherfuckers done had these babies, and y'all don't parent them. And that's why motherfuckers is running wild and loose in the world today, okay? No, I'm not saying this about Rihanna. I'm saying a lot of people are desperate to look, to have a child, to just complete. You know, I heard motherfuckers say the other day, I, I want a baby because somebody can take care of me when I'm old. I'm like, I know motherfuckers right now, they kids, they got five and six kids, and none of the motherfuckers take care of them and they old. So don't think your kid is something to have a baby. So that you can have a baby, so they can come take care of you. Well, I just want legacy. Okay, I'm with that. Okay, okay, so you got to raise them so you can make sure you have a legacy. I have some motherfucking mess up your legacy. So a lot of these people is running around here, out here just trying to get impregnated in, in, in the perception of what they want as children. You know, and a lot of these celebrities do it too, especially celebrities. Oh, my God. And there's a natural thing in most women, not all women, but most women have children, right? And sometimes it's out of order. Listen, Rihanna, listen, I would tell you to be, first of all, I want to say this. Women, you should be you should be married or have a straight up partnership, but mostly married when you when you having these babies. This girl's on her second getting ready to have her second baby. Yeah, and I said, listen, babies are a blessing, but I'm about to tell y'all the truth. Like I said, told Naomi a sock of the truth. How's Rihanna's ass? Rihanna, thirty four. Do not follow the images of these chicks. No, I'm not trying to be funny, okay? ASAP, your career is about to be swallowed up. Look at Eric Benet. I want you to look at Eric Benet. I want you to look at, what's the name, Travis? I want you to look at, what's the, uh, I'm, I, when the woman, the woman is bigger. See, and a lot of these women, it's just like on Love After Lockup. Oh, I forgot to talk about Love After Lockup. Shit. I'm going to have to do another show so I can just sidebar. I forgot to talk to you about Love After Lockup. It's good. This week, but I may have to have another show to talk to you about Love After Locker. But Rihanna's like Love After Locker, okay? A lot of these women pick people. I always say to the men in jail, like you gotta always pray when you when you come out men in jail. Sometimes you you prime real estate for some of these desperate chicks. No, 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 no. No, listen, this men in jail. Come come closer. Listen, you think you coming out to a chick that you about to. You about to run game on. Like, you think, oh, she got money. She, you know, she going to let me stay in her house. You know, let me. You think, because you ain't been in jail for 30 years, you think you got some help. But no, I'm not talking about somebody who was with you before jail and staying with you. That's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about women who come and hunt jail. Okay, for niggas in jail. No, no, no. I'm, about, I'm telling you men in jail a secret, okay? And same thing for the women in jail, okay? Some of you is better off without some of these chicks and they gifts. The first thing you got to ask yourself as a man when you sit up in jail and you see a well-to-do girl who got an education and all this stuff come to the jailhouse and come fuck with you, you got to say, why? Why is she fucking with somebody in jail? Now, every now and then it could be love. Yes, it could be. Okay. But you got to ask yourself, now, why you ain't getting nobody on the outside? 
why are you ready to come get me? Now, while you think you gaming her and she giving you money and putting money on your books and shit like that, you like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This bitch, I got this, you in jail, you bragging on her? No. What you don't understand is you're going to be controlled when you get out that jail. And you better understand that a lot of these chicks out here want babies fast. They want all kinds of things. They can't get a dude who got it going on and get it because a dude that got it going on and stuff and put himself, put his career together and got his shit together, realize they desperate ass. And he's like, nah, her ass is too desperate. He already sees. He already sees. She's just trying to get him. She's trying to be a donor, trying to get a donor. She's desperate. Just, she don't care. I just want baby. I just want baby. I mean, you know, I just want to do this. I want this. You know, and, and, and dudes who got their shit together, they, you know, they like, they, 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 uh, what is it? Uh, dudes who, who really got their stuff together mentally, spiritually, and all that stuff, they're very discerning about who they fuck with, as they should be. And women should be that way, too. I'm particularly talking to you men out here. A lot of them is big-time girls and their careers and stuff like that. And you say, oh, she got it going on. You know, she worked for this person. She worked for that. But she doesn't. She can't get no dude at the big-time place she work at. You got to ask yourself why before you get caught up. Now, what I saw on Love After Lockup this week, it's this white couple, and I forget the name of the couple, but the dude realized it. He realized the dude, because he's coming out of jail, right? And he, he was in jail for like several years for armed robbery. I forget their name. Y'all know I be fucking up names, okay? But he was in jail for several years for armed robbery. He gets out of jail. This heifer, why he in jail, been laying it on, you know, putting money on his books and stuff. She had a big-time jewelry business and all that stuff. And when he got out, she was mining and dining her, let him stay at her house. But what she didn't tell him was her business was failing. And that she was about to lose the house they was in, she was in because she was fucking around with him, right? Because she's and so... But but dude 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 was was classic about it when she he found out about it you know what he did he was upset he was upset he's like yo okay I'm gonna take it to my mom's house my mom is willing to help me and everything like that we gonna go there and stay. Couple of days into it, my mom is warning him like yeah be careful you know hey I want to see you do well and all that but don't move so fast right. Couple of days in this bitch you know what she starts doing I went to the store and got a pregnancy test. And he's like, what? Like, I just got a chip. He's like, well, I mean, you know, uh, I, I'm, I know that we can never prepare for a baby, you know, and everything, but I want to, I just, you know, I don't want a lot of pressure. I just came out of the jail. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But he knew it. He knew what Gary had. He knew. He said, he, he, I, I was so proud of this dude because he was smart enough to see it. And she's up there, right? Well, let's just take this. Thank God she ended up not pregnant. So he, they sitting there talking in bed. So he's like, he's saying, well, I'm glad, you know, because you need, we need to get your business together. We need to get, I need to get a, get my job, get stuff back, train, you know, get myself together so I can be at my mom's house and blah, 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 blah. Well, we got a place to stay now with your mom. Like, he was listening to her. He like, what? Like, she didn't, she didn't want, she was, she about to live out the mom, right? She ready, she ready. Okay, because she really wanted to have a baby. And she said, you know, we can get a puppy after we have, we get this place. So he already knew. He like, since you talking about puppies and shit, and we ain't, you just lost your business, and you almost, you almost sold up pregnant. Dude, I could see it in his eyes. He was like, I feel like I got, and then when they showed him in the talk, he was like, I feel like I got a real back from her. 
because if stuff is moving too fast and we almost had a baby and I'm not prepared. Dude understood. Yo, this is what dude understood. I'm better off without her punk ass getting my life together in my mama's basement because my mama loved me and my mama don't want no, she ain't got no ulterior motives, but for me to see me do well. This heifer's trying to get me caught up. He saw it and dumped her accordingly. Shout out to him. I don't know who he is. I forgot his name. I love that. But I was like, yes, yes. He saw the writing on the wall. ASAP Rocky. Rihanna looks like a good catch right now, doesn't she? I mean, she's got billions. And if you a nigga just want, I mean, if you a Negro that just wants to live off, that's not the right word. If you a man that just wants to live off, because most men don't like, you know, living like behind a chick, right? You know, they have their own shit. And I know ASAP Rasky got his own shit. He, well, he worked about $2 million. That ain't no joke. That ain't nothing. I want you to get this ASAP, okay? Get it quick. It look real good right now with her. Let me explain something. I'm just trying. And Rihanna, people don't get mad at me. I'm, I'm just, and Rihanna, I love Rihanna, but I'm telling y'all the truth. I'm getting ready to tell her ASAP Rocky about to drop something. Because I see her. She done had this. She's pregnant again. And her shit's established, ASAP. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on you to be something because your shit ain't established. You somewhat established in these streets, right? But you ain't, you looking like Mr. Rihanna right now. They got you on the cover of Vogue. Rihanna dragging you, holding the baby like you ain't shit. Listen, as a man, that shit going to fuck with you later on. I'm telling you. And Rihanna knows exactly what the fuck is going to happen, okay? You got to ask yourself. Now, and listen, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad, women, because I'm I'm gonna be I'm I'm sounding man spirit right now. I know I am, but I'm able to see the truth. I'm able to see facts. Okay, when you don't when you this is she, she, she just like he's she she like men can come in and take people women's energy. Like I said, talked about on the show about the baby coming in taking uh what that what's that girl's baby that she was trying she was being successful and stuff and then suddenly all of a sudden her career went to shit when she started fucking around with the baby and had that baby by the baby because it was out of order and, it, and she still didn't focus and get away it took him acting a fool with her at his house to finally get her ass back focused again okay and because the baby was supposed to bring focus okay asap this second one should bring some focus to you i'm telling you right now this chick's already got her shit established. She don't mind you. I, she, I don't know what Rihanna's you. I don't know if Rihanna's doing a donor thing going on or whatever. But let me tell you, look at Bobby Brown. Ask Bobby. Go talk about Go talk to uh, 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 Eric Burnett. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to say it in the nicest way where I'm not me. They already demasculating you. Cover of both. You're on the cover of both. Why? You're like, well, what's wrong with Rihanna being super successful and dating a dude like ASAP? Because ASAP has to ask himself. Look at the dudes who Rihanna had date in her in, during 
her, okay, I don't want to sound like, what's his name, but during the highlight of her career, when she was out here, bad girl, re-reading and, and, and rolling it down to the ground and stuff like that. Is Drake up there with her? Is Drake, what, did she have Drake? No, 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 no. You got to look. Find out why you were chosen. No, no, it's facts. I'm just, oh, my goodness. Well, men choose women who don't have money all the time. Listen, it's different with men because men are in the space and the roles in, like, in society, okay? When a man picks a girl and build her up and stuff like that, that happens. That shit happens. It's, it's just women, women, most women in society, most women in society uh, like men to men, even if she has a lot of money and she's well to do, she loves a man to come along and to, to, most of the time, women like men taking care of them. Not all the time, but most of the time. And I'm not, I'm telling women, get your shit together. I believe that too. Get your own shit and all that stuff. I'm not saying that right now, but I'm just saying how roles are, okay? So when Rihanna, when you see Rihanna out here, Ray Scott, you got to wonder why she chose you to have two babies with. Because your shit ain't established yet. Is she about to get the bum deal ASAP? Let me tell you, your career's about to get swallowed up. You know what? I can see it. I can see it from the cover of the magazine. They already do masculating his ass. And he's the dude that already been running around with purses and stuff. He likes the gender roles, right? Remember, you know, if you've been seeing ASAP Rocky, he loves to push gender roles and shit, right? Well, you really about to be put tested in that. And let me just tell you, the energy is not going to be sucked from you. See, y'all thinking, y'all looking at it saying, uh, Rihanna, uh, Rihanna is too good for ASAP, right? No, ASAP ain't the one getting the energy. Rihanna's not the one getting the energy sucked out of her. She's established and rooted. ASAP, your career is getting the energy. You already got two babies out here. And what's your career? ASAP, your, your career, is it where it should be? You've been looking at, wait a minute, let me look up ASAP Rocky right now. Because I'm about to, I want y'all to start, I got to start giving wisdom. Why I'm trying to do this is I'm using the celebrities, but I'm using it for wisdom for you young girls out there to help you. Okay, and choices, okay? ASAP Rocky, well, how long is he facing? The last I looked, is it, have they took care? Okay. Is it the recent one? Uh ASAP Rocky was just to, to, was arrested in April of last year. Oh, 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 let's pay attention to this. Okay. In connection with a shoot, shooter, with a shooting. I'm just trying to tell you what Rihanna was at first dating this big time Muslim dude, and I understand why she did that because sometimes religious wise, I'm having a lot of work for her relation, her 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 his his. Uh, her career might not work for his thing and her, you know what I'm saying, in her career. But it don't look like she won't know career anyway. So it may be some other things. Okay, so um, I think he's looking up, the last time I looked, he was looking up to 14 years in jail. 14 years. I don't think he's even had his trial. He's the dude that Trump went and got out of jail in Sweden. 
Remember when he got caught up in Sweden and Trump went and negotiated for him to get his ass back here? So he was about to get caught up, but he was looking at jail time in Sweden. Okay, so I want you to see who motherfucking Rihanna's picking. Okay, no, 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 and this Rihanna's, Rihanna's trying some control shit. I'm just trying to try to see you. Trying to try, cause ASAP, you about to get, you about to get drank. And you looking up to 14 years in jail. It's all because he ain't focused. And let me just talk to Rihanna's sister. Girls, everything and every way you move and who you partner with is important. I don't know. ASAP could be the greatest dude in the world. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just looking at what I'm seeing on paper right now. Ladies, it is important when you a big, when you a baller, shot caller, and you don't work your ass off, you don't work to be the head bitches. Why y'all keep going out and choosing people heading to jail? Why you ain't choosing people heading to the, uh, because it's going to give you problems like when that girl won that lottery. She spent $20 million on a dude who's in jail right now. Oh, my God. It ain't all about I love him. I love her. Partnerships and how you choose them are important. Not only is ASAP Rocky getting drained of his career right now, but Rihanna's being drained of partly of some of her career because she's pregnant again. And as a record exec, I'm sitting up here looking at her. Let me tell him I'm spending this. You're going to have to get out here and dance and sing some of them old songs. You know why? Because how am I going to spend you with this dude? If you was married, first of all, you ain't even married to this dude. You ain't even married. You're on your second baby. And... No, I'm saying some things that's real. Okay. And even though she a billionaire, and I can't even sell it as a like like I can sell a sell a Beyonce. You, I can sell the fuck out of Beyonce and Jay Z, and people have. You know why you can sell? Even though they messed up, and they unhappy. Let me explain why. Let me explain why you can accept Beyonce chose a great partnership. Okay, whether it's business, I know y'all motherfuckers be saying it's business. I think Beyonce likes it as okay, but listen. Whatever the case, right now, Jay-Z looked like the shit. Jay-Z, Jay-Z rose to the occasion. He got rid of all the thug shit. He cleans up. He started looking like the man. He started building his brand, even though I think his brand secretly ain't shit. It's about to fall, but I'm just telling you, he started building the brand to be on the level with Beyonce. He was he worked his shit. He was a great he's a great partnership trainer. Now I ain't talking about the cheating and all that stuff, but he is a great partner. Yeah. Hey, talking about this motherfucker was cheating, allegedly cheating, and he ain't even he he, he looking at fourteen years in jail. I'm just trying to say, ladies, be careful who you're getting pregnant by. I'm not trying to say this. I'm not trying to diss Rihanna. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying what I've been seeing on paper. Ladies, how you conduct your life and your career, fellas, how you conduct your life and your career and your uh, lifespan and who you partner with is more than about good coochie and how she look and everything. It is somebody who is going to be down to walk the journey with you. And I ain't, listen, I ain't saying you ain't going to fuck up that marriages don't end in, sometimes they end in divorce. Sometimes marriage is in and all kind of stuff and everything. You got lessons to learn and shit like that. I get it. Everybody made mistakes. There's some people in their 40s and 50s just asking me, shit, I don't know if this is what. It, I mean, that's what happens, okay? But what I'm just trying to tell you to, 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 to decrease the damage, 
Pay attention to motherfuckers. Pay attention to where fuck people is at and where you at. When I saw Rihanna pregnant on on the hat, I was like, look at this shit. Not just because she need new music out, but I'm sitting here going, what the fuck is she doing? Babies is a blessing, but you, it's a good choice. I mean, if you two having two babies. To a dude that looks like he's about to face up to 14 years in jail? That's why I say, keep with Megan Stout. I'm saying right now, Megan, get your ass in the studio. Okay? You young girls out here. You got so much of a window. You got so much of a time span. Don't let nobody fool you. Don't get, don't get too confident with the dick. And Megan really don't shouldn't be getting cut too confident with the dick. She needs to really get her ass. This is, this is why Beyonce. You know what? Let me stop. Let me let me let me give Beyonce some love right here. You know why Beyonce is considered the baddest bitch in the game? Because the bitch understand time. God, somebody understand time. Somebody understand. Now, am I, did I think Beyonce gave too much of her power to Jay-Z? Yes. Now, that's another story in another day. But does Beyonce understand timing? Yes. She, Beyonce was out here working her, her ass off for like four, working, working, Working Destiny Child, working in the career, putting it together, boom, 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 boom. Beyonce everywhere. Even though, even, even, even if it was a bubble, even though Beyonce's career is a bubble to me, is a is a bubble like the 2008 uh, 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 housing market. Beyonce, her career is a bubble to me, but she did work her ass off. <laughs> Worked, understood, and then went, then got married with the right dude and took the right time. That looks like the right dude on paper. I'm not saying it's the right dude. I'm not saying she ain't got her shit. I ain't saying they ain't got her they shit. But Beyonce understood. Listen, I got to have a dude who's willing to partner and make me look good. I make him look good. Even if the shit's going down, even if we going down in the Titanic, we going to look good. We going to look right going down. We did our best. We partnered with each other. We understood we a unit. It's got to be good. I can't be doing no dumb shit out here. He ain't doing no dumb shit. He making some, we trying to make some moves that look good, at least for a little while. Had Beyonce married Jay-Z of Big Pimpin', I would say, girl, you dumb as fuck. But Jay-Z didn't do what she did. He has evolved out of the Big Pimpin'. Business. Now, he might not be that in his pocket, but it, to the public, he has evolved. He looks like a, he's no longer just a rapper. He looks like he's a businessman. He's a this and he's a that. He's a this and that. He looks suitable to be partnered with a big-time pop star like Beyonce. He ain't looking at and right now that we know of. He ain't looking at no jail time. I don't mean life and life things can happen, but if he do, it, it, you know, it's a situation where, you know, uh, 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 he wasn't always like that. I mean, I'm just saying he upped his level to be with Beyonce. Part of the reason why he upped his level because Beyonce was smart with that shit. Beyonce ain't had no babies. She's like, Daisy, I ain't giving you no babies while we ain't married. 
We got to make this shit look right. You got to bargain. This is this is a big. This is yes. Did y'all say Beyonce and Jay Z is a business deal? Hell yeah. Marriage is a business. Yes, it's love and it's a business too. You sign paperwork. You sign a contract. You got witnesses. You got witnesses around. Are y'all dumb? I want you. And so this is what I'm trying to tell you girls, all you girls and guys, when you get out here, marriage is a business as well as it's about love. It's about partnership, business, and love. And if you marry the wrong motherfucker, no matter if you in love or whatever, you can lead you down the wrong trail. Yeah, business can go bad. If a business goes bad, you, 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 divorce. you got a divorce that you can happen. But if you with the wrong mofo. Out here, you start off with a bad mofo. Somebody who's already going down, sucking your energy, and y'all starting off making look like bad decisions. It's going to be hard. And ASAP and Rihanna, y'all look like that. Rihanna, especially you pulling him along on the thing. It's like a, it looks like he's getting ready to be a Bobby and Whitney. Bobby, you know how much Bobby got is struggling right now to get from under that, that nonsense, years of being at fault for anything that happened bad to Whitney? Because he was looked at as a lesser, and he had a fucking established career. But if you really look at Whitney Houston, Bobby didn't look hard enough about the shit that was really going on, like why he got chosen. No, 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 I want men to pay attention to that. I'm not trying to hurt no women's feelings. I'm not trying to be mean. Just look at the shit, okay? Yes, you get chosen, but listen. Bobby, when Bobby realized that Whitney needed a, some partnerships with some things, he should have raised himself to the fucking occasion, but he did. And he got wiped, fucked clean through her her career, almost swallowed him up and spit him out. Eric Benet, he's still trying to come back. Eric hasn't had to, like five, six great albums. Y'all know how hard Eric had to scrunch, scrunch and struggle to get back in the good graces of the public. I think y'all think he cheated on Holly Berry's ass who had two to three other relationships that didn't work the fuck out. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. What am I saying? What am I saying here? What, what am I saying? I'm saying... I, Carlotta, you don't sound happy for Rihanna in ASAP. I said, baby, so I bless them. So it brings focus. Hopefully, ASAP, you understand now you've been on the cover of Vogue with Rihanna dragging you around like she does, like making you look less than a man. You don't look like you're in a leadership. Me, to me, you know, to me and men are the leaders. I'm old-fashioned, okay? They not, yes, they could, you could be a woman that could be, well, not leaders. Let me just say that. Men are the head. Because you can have women with leadership skills. There are men who are the head of their household, but women have the leadership skills. That's true. And some men don't have the leadership skills, but they still the head. They like, they may, they wife may have great leadership skills and they refer to her for some things. Yeah, you know, whatever. He, they may not have it. And the wife may look like she's a she's a stronger one, but they still the head. Now, what ASAP Rocky looked like on here was they, they made him look like he was a little bitch. He was carrying a baby. I'm going to tell you what he looked like. And I feel like that's getting ready with ASAP. I'm warning you. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to warn you. And Rihanna.
you're going to be putting pressure on this man that he can't maintain. Because you you decided that you're going to already have these babies because you want babies. So you decide to have a hop on something and have these little babies because you, you was longing for babies and you didn't want to do it in the right atmosphere and structure and shit like that. You might be all in love and stuff like that now. But you got to look at your career and structures and everything else. This motherfucker looking at jail time. Is he, did he get out of jail time? I don't know. I ain't seen a new article that tells me if he's still looking at that jail time or not. See, she going to be out here in these streets. At least she got a billion dollars. Why I say this to y'all, why I had this discussion about Rihanna, and not because I know anything about Rihanna. They could be in love. I don't know what the hell. But what I'm telling you girls and just regular girls, because a lot of y'all look up to these people. Like I said about Lori Harvey and Rihanna and them, we Lori Harvey got Steve Harvey for her daddy and help her make up for her, her bum-ass decisions. Uh, Rihanna got a billion dollars in her bank account or a billion-dollar businesses and stuff that can help her make up for these bum-ass decisions. You, however, cannot afford to make bum-ass decisions. So yes, and then, oh, I love you. This is fucking goes, goes, couple goes. No, she is not a couple goes. She got a billion dollars, but still with a dude that might be looking at 14 years jail time. I don't know. I don't know if he's still looking at it. I'm just, and she's dragging him across bowls, making him look like he's like a little, like he a little wimp. I'm, just, I'm telling you, don't let the, Deanna can pay for her mistake. You can't. And why I use these people as examples? Because I want you to not do this. I want you to be smart, young ladies, when you choosing who to be with. We know we older women tell y'all this because we've been through shit. We tell y'all. So while you young, you can do this. You don't have to be fucking. I mean, and it's no guarantee still even then. But at least if you chosen right and you got to end something when you like in your 40s or 50s, at least you in there with a motherfucker that ain't helping. You're like, y'all, it's, it's, it's not as much damage happening. Okay? But if you in there with a clown, you will come out even more damaged. I ain't saying ASAP's a clown. I'm just saying you can't afford to make Rihanna decisions. And some of you fellas without an established career, you can't afford to make ASAP decisions, okay? Listen, on here the other day, I was looking at speaking to Love and Lockup, because Love and Lockup after Lockup just shows you so much. There's this guy on there that I talk about wanting to be a rapper right now, okay? He didn't got an idea. He got two kids his mama taking care of. Then this other girl he done married, she got three kids by some different baby daddy. And so the other day, her mama comes down to visit them, and they find out, so her mama finds out that she's pregnant again, and this time by her new husband, who's out there, she said, the mama was pissed. And, like, I just don't want to be leaving her. I don't want to be left holding the bag because every time that she doesn't get with these guys and stuff, if she gets with these people, I'm left holding the bag. I'm left taking care of these people. Her mom was pissing. She was just sitting there and like, said, you know, you ain't going to be like this this time. We married. And she just sit up there just flipping the dude sitting over there like, well, no, I'm not going to do this. Now, he just came out of jail. He was in jail for drug dealing. He was a big-time drug dealer. And what I read in the story outside of the show is that he had got his last baby mama arrested in the drug ring, too. Okay? So the nigga, I mean, excuse me, the, nigga, the man falls under pressure. 
okay? When he got some pressure, when he ain't got no money, if the rap career don't work out, where will he might go? Being a criminal. Temptation is big out here for as a criminal. He probably might go back to the street. More than likely. Okay? And this dummy done got pregnant, but not only did she get pregnant, but she quit her good job. Because he's talking about, I'm going to take care of you, going to make some hits. <laughs> this is a dumb decision. This is, she's big, she having a, because y'all looking at some of these celebrities and thinking y'all going to do what they do. Oh, Lord. Oh, I hope I made sense. I hope I've given y'all just a little bit of wisdom, young ladies, young fellas, to not get caught up. Build yourself up first. Don't let nobody get you caught up in their shit. They desperation. Y'all like, Carla, I told you what you think. You know what I think? Okay, I love Rihanna. I really do. But I think Rihanna's at a desperate time. I think she's a desperate girl. I think she's seen the cock ticket. She's like, I've been in a number of bad relationships. It hasn't been working. I got to get somebody. I'm 34 years old. I just want to have babies. I 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 want to have babies. She done made two life. She done made two life-altering decisions. And I can only pray that, that, that they help her focus and get her life together. And I hope and pray and it gets ASAP Rocky's life together. But why I chose them two to talk about, because there's a lot of relationships like that and celebrity that happen, and love after lockup too kind of coincide. But what I try to tell y'all this is because celebrity can afford to pay for their mistakes. I mean, in the case of Whitney Houston, you know, she's great right now. But what I'm telling you is celebrity can sometimes afford to pay for their mistakes, but you can't afford to make dumb mistakes. Don't look at these people. And think this is smart. Nothing going on. Who else was I supposed to talk about? Jeez, I hope I made sense. I'm sorry, Ron. I'm sorry if I hurt Rihanna. I'm, 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 I don't mean, I love Rihanna, but I'm just telling the truth, okay? Well, my, what I think is the truth. They might end up beautiful together. Who knows? I, maybe they'll end up, and I hope so. I'm just telling y'all, don't make them be And that picture in Vogue said a thousand words. Without, they didn't even have to say nothing. They said everything we need to know. I said, ASAP about to get swallowed up. He ain't gonna be in a few years, they're gonna be, he's gonna be on the red carpet just coming behind Rihanna. They're gonna be like, Rihanna, smell, cheek, 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 And he's gonna be coming back, coming through like, if you don't go, if you don't be in jail. Skip Bayless talks to white 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 owners don't hire black coaches. I'm gonna have to have a part two because I don't spend time going off about Rihanna and ACL. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just seeing all the choices she had out here. I'm just telling y'all, ladies, make wise choices and how the choices that he had to establish himself first before getting himself caught up in all these having these children real quick. And fast, which you know, you know, you saying he ain't had no chick with no regular baby yet, but you know, I mean, he really should have been to me personally. Do like ASAP, focus on your career, building your stuff up. Now you caught up in Rihanna's whirlwind. That's a big old whirlwind, and you also looking at jail time. That's a big old whirlwind. You got listening at jail time, looking at all these things. You've been running around with her. I ain't seen nothing on your career. And by, meanwhile, she don't care to give a shit about her because she's selling makeup and, 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 and uh, uh, stuff, stuff. 
you know, she's still in uh, uh, lingerie. She, she's over it. She don't care. She might be saying, well, we can focus on your career, but it's hard to focus on your career in that whirlwind with two babies in her. Because, see, the pressure now is going to be, I need you to be a father. I need you to be, even though she got a lot of money and everything. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, just think, think fellas, think men, think women. Get better explains to know why NFL has a diversity issue when it comes to hiring black head coaches, this is according to NewYorkPost.com. During Thursday's episode of Undisputed FS1, the host said he believes white NFL owners don't want to hire black coaches because they don't feel comfortable interacting with their significant others. I have been dumbfounded by a Baylor's told his Undisputed co-host Shannon Sharp about uh, the NFL's lack of diversity. It has been inexplicable to uh, to me. But then, in the end, it's really pretty applicable. Okay. Hold on, let's see this. I got this up. I totally agree with Skip Bayless. Uh, he said, it's a, you know, he was talking about it's not only a problem for them to communicate, he's, you know, and probably Skip is probably hurt because he's in the NFL. He's one of the uh, big people around the NFL and, and probably knows coaches and everything and probably hears this. And then we got to look at the situation. Like I said, if we, I was just talking just and having a regular talk with about Ume Udaka, who – who uh, uh, who was having a relationship, I think, allegedly, you know, with a, 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 a white co-worker, a white co-worker's wife. This, and in society that has a lot of connotations in a racist society, okay? So you got a lot of these white men who are owners and stuff who like, who hire these black athletes and stuff to work and bring them millions and stuff, but they don't want you interacting with them on a personal level with their families and their friends, but they don't understand you culturally, all kind of shit. Listen, and you and the black family ain't no greater threat than the black family in a racist society. And there may be lack of understanding and fears and understanding how to deal with that. I mean, I even just saw a thing the other day where uh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel was going around. I forget who it was asking people how many black friends they have and white friends. Because people still, and it was a lot of white people that was like, I got to think about one black friend. Because it is uncomfortable to get to know other groups and other things and other races and to get outside. Now, some people have a natural inclination towards that, to want to know other people from other groups and other races. But for the most part, most people stay to themselves. So you, it's, so it's, hard, it's, it's hard to have an expansive space, especially in a racist world, where you have all these people have these ideas of, 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 of what uh, interacting with um, – with people, you know, with with certain people can do. You know, people have these, uh, all these fears, okay? Uh, And so I do believe this. Um, It says, let me see this. It says, uh, Bayless rant came after Sharp sounding off about the situation on Tuesday's undisputed saying, be enemy which is Eric the enemy, he got a job with the commandos this week, but it says it has been continuously passed over for head coaching jobs by less qualified candidates. Uh, it came the same day uh, they hired Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon and has new head coach. But uh, the commanders hired Eric B. the enemy, I think, uh, just this week. 
But it is true. I really believe that Skip Bayless uh, was not often what he said. And I think people, it's not only just fear of racial fears and all those things in this in today's society about interacting with other people and getting to know other people and stuff like that and other groups and breaking down uh, walls and stuff like that. It's just also just a fear a lot of people have of the unknown. So I totally agree with what Skip Bayless said. I don't think what Skip Bayless said was uh, off the off the beaten path, even though a lot of people uh, think it is. When he says, he goes on and says, it's just culture, it's the way of life. And I don't know how to defeat it because each of these guys is an independent owner in the umbrella of the NFL. And it's hard to legislate. You must hire a black coach. You can't unless it's in the man's heart to do the right thing. And every and every once in a while you have uh, the Roonies in Pittsburgh who do the right thing, okay? And, and you know it's just um, it's it's it is what it is. I mean that's a part, and that's a lot because um, it's hard to uh, deal with uh, race when race is such a big thing in society, okay? And um, a lot of people are comfortable. Uh, because, listen, it's uncomfortable, in my opinion, most people in America have racial attitudes, prejudiced attitudes and racist attitudes because they don't know other people. They haven't moved outside of the concepts of, of, of other, into other groups and other people. And even if you get to know other people, they, there's still a lot of racist uh, ideas and concepts because you have media, television, and stuff like that, right, who's uh, enforcing ideas and images and imagery out to the public about certain groups and certain people, especially black people in America, right? So even black people have a problem. Black people in America have a hard time. You got black people. Listen, you got black people in the diaspora who come over to America and from Africa who don't like black Americans because and their parents will be telling them, stay away from these black Americans with their accent because of what they see on television. So you got black men who are from other countries and other, uh, other. I mean, their families are from other countries and stuff like that who probably sometimes won't, don't even want to, you know, date black American girls because they like, I don't know, they, they want to date you, but they don't want to marry you. Because of their family's perception of blackness in America, and they be black, they be other black people. So you know, you So that's that's so this these. So can you imagine what the perception of white elite owners are? Hell yeah! Wow, it's a it's a wild world. Racism is wild. Okay, and to say it don't exist is crazy. It still exists, but it exists in a way that is as as that is subtle. And that's because people haven't been able to get to know each other and break bread together and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it is. And break, break con- and break the concepts. A lot of white people in America are afraid of their of meeting their own racial biases because when you get to know black people, if you got I've had when I've got to know some I had some great white friends of mine, they've had to confront their own racial biases because I'm a person who don't bite my tongue. I'd be like, you know, uh. That's not right. What did you just say? And so sometimes, so it ta- it, it takes courage to be friends with a, with a, with people in society that have been um, have been done wrong and 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 uh, abused 
by uh, the system. It takes courage as a white person to be friends with a black person because you might be able, you might suddenly confront some of your own racial bias. And it takes courage as a black person because sometimes you will have to confront some of your own prejudice or your own misconceptions about white people. It takes courage to be friend other groups of people, even other black people from other places. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I'm, I'm not surprised that he said this about these don't. This doesn't surprise me at all, okay? Um, next thing here. Talk about Skip. Uh, let me talk about... Um, let's pull this up. Uh, do you think about Brittany? I don't know how to talk about Brittany yet. Um, okay. Let's talk about uh, Chloe Bailey. Okay, with Chris Brown. Y'all are not happy about Chloe Bailey and Chris Brown doing a song together. A lot of people have still not forgiven Chris Brown for beating up Rihanna years ago, okay? You know, I'm saying what I'm saying, okay? Y'all have not. Y'all still pissed about that shit, okay? Uh, it says, Chloe Bailey announced a new single with Chris Brown and fans are not happy. This is according to a lot of fans. It's time. It says, Chloe Bailey announced a collaboration with Thursday and fans calling her out on social media. Uh, and Chloe, listen, they let you release your album now, huh? And then the first thing they it does is cause controversy. Wow, funny, funny shit. On Thursday, Bailey tweeted a photo promoting the single, How Does It Feel, from her upcoming debut album, In Pieces, and the fans were not pleased when they saw disgraced R.B. artist Chris Brown has a future guest. The tweet tagged Brown and featured a steamy shot of the two embracing in a dimly lit room. Fans were heated, but not in the way Bailey may have hoped. Brown isn't exactly known for his music these days, but rather for his 2009 assault and his many subsequent legal issues. Okay, listen, let me let me let me stop here. Let me stop this right here because Chris has been out here. He sells concerts, you know, in certain venues out. He still has a lot of popular R&B music and stuff like that. Uh, Chris got upset about the situation. Now, part of Chris's problem, Chris answers, he, he started showing, well, why are y'all still getting on me about something I did when I was 17 years old? <coughs> Excuse me. And <coughs> why are y'all being upset with me? I got to drink some water real quick. But, and he starts showing all these white people who have been accused of beating up their spouses and stuff like that. And he showed Pete and Blueface and Chris Sean. He showed Blueface and Krishan and other people, and Blue even came out and said, what they got to do with me? What about you? That, yo, listen, and I agree. Chris, it's about, first of all, let me just say this, okay? Let me just say, say, say this one. Yes, it happened when Chris was 17, but Chris, you've done a number of things since being 17, like when you threw the brick out of Good Morning America's window, then you, was, then you, then you also uh, allegedly had a, uh, you threw a chair. It was a chair out of Good Morning America's window. And then you threw a brick allegedly through your mama's car one time. And then allegedly you was uh, uh, corrupt. You had to get a restraining order, they said, on you. So it makes me think, because most of the time when men beat up a woman like that, they might be hiding some shit about you. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just saying they may be hiding some shit because you're still profitable. And when, yo, when you ain't, your little ass ain't profitable no more, you're going to get Art Kelly. With one beater stories, okay. So I'm just trying to tell you again, Chris. The first thing I would have told you to do years ago is 
They messed, they fucked you up. I'm going to just tell you the truth, Chris. They fucked, but you can still do it now. Take responsibility. Anytime somebody says something about Rihanna, yeah, you know what, that was, I understand why some of y'all come humbly. I understand why some of y'all are still upset about that situation with Rihanna. It was terrible. It was a terrible part of my life. Man, it was terrible for her more so. And I hate that that is in my career. I hate that look. But I'm hoping some of y'all can forgive me and give me a chance now. And you know what, Chris? You shouldn't be out. Like, I heard something about you getting sued or something for some some situation. You was going to do something for kids or something like that. You know what? You should be doing charity work you should be doing with abused women. You should be there talking about your experience, talking about how you change, how you get, how you, you, every time you should be always giving to funds, to groups of abused women. You should be the one talking up you and the Rihanna story. Oh, what I mean, my anger issues. You, should, you, you, you look, you look dumb fuck, you don't know how to play it. And that's why they still talking about Rihanna, Chris. They ain't talking about Rihanna because you is just getting beat over the head. No, it's how you react. It's your beat. Nobody, people believe you still probably secretly beating up chicks. Because you got a temper. You react every time somebody say something. And it's dumb girls out here. It's dumb little girls out here that still protect you. A lot of you dummies, little girls out here, you protect something. They was even saying Chris might be a color, allegedly. It was some, some, some stuff out here about Chris Brown. Picking dark, not picking dark skin girls. Y'all dumb. Y'all be supporting dumb shit. You can tell the way he acts. He reacts to any little thing, any little thing that happens. I done tried every time. I done tried to let go of that Chris shit too. But I also know a man who beat a woman like that, it's highly unlikely he don't do it just one time. I bet her ass is getting whipped one time the way she got beat. I'm just telling y'all what the real deal is. Okay? Allegedly, that's what Carl Adams feels. I'm just saying, Chris, that's why, people, you never really fully gave us true apology. You let people scoop you up, including Rihanna's dumb ass. That's why Rihanna out here with two babies by ASAP Rocky, who looks like he's facing 14 years of death. You got fucked up. Rihanna ain't smart. Rihanna run around with you and trying to make people give you. She's not smart. What you should have been doing to help your career is in them abused women's shelters, Trying to get your anger right, talking to women, talking to psychiatrists, being out here, being an advocate for abused women. That's what you should have been doing, you dumbass. But now you're on here getting mad every time somebody pick on you. They just talking about me. What about this person? That tells me you ain't taking responsibility. That tells me you probably still the same dude. And one day, if you don't get something, make some changes for yourself, they're going to come get you. They're going to do ass like Kelly. Go ass like. Go ass like. You know what happened to R. Kelly? Y'all want to know what happened to R. Kelly? This is, this is quite a lot of one-on-one speaking. They ignored chicks. But they, R. Kelly never had any growth. R. Kelly was doing the same shit with Honey Love that he was doing with Step to the left, step to the right. When he wrote Fortune Out, he's doing the same shit. Okay? They come to him, and then finally, people been covered from his ass all these years. They just see little, the nigga been, excuse me, I keep saying Negro because y'all pissing me off that. He didn't learn how to read, allegedly. He needed to learn how to read. He, all that money he had, he never learned to read. He got, now he in jail. He got plenty of time to learn how to read and count. 
He should have been doing that. He didn't do it. He was sitting up in the studio, probably hanging out. They said women was hanging all over the studio, or little girls or whatever the hell. Everybody, and finally one day, when the hits ran out, they came, the, the investors came to the studio and said, so what's all this? And he was still doing the same shit, but with no hits. The hits was going down. And you know what they did? Pulled his car. They said, you know what, bitch? You ain't making no more hits. It's time for us to stop protecting your ass. You're still doing the same shit. You ain't even protected yourself, R. Kelly. You ain't even learned to read and write, allegedly. You ain't learned to count. And everybody, by the time R. Kelly looked around, everybody had took advantage. You know, R. Kelly, Robert, you know why you're in jail right now? You're not in jail really about the little girl. I'm going to tell you the truth. You in jail because you made dumb fucking decisions. And now this is your time. You need to be learning to read. Right, count everything with your time is. That's how you're going to get out. Learning to change your mind and your person. He didn't do it. Chris Brown, this is you. I tell you, yours ain't little girls. Yours is a problem look like with women. You gonna, they going to pull your card if, they, if you've been, you've been, you ain't changed. Trust me, the hits run out. Okay, I'm just saying, quit you giving them a whole lot. That's why people, that's why they up here talking about, people going to always talk about you fighting a woman. Her face was black and blue, you little dummy. You should be, every time you should be embarrassed, you should be always humble about that situation. But your little butt going to start showing, here it is, white man, and did he? So, what's wrong with you? Have you gotten well? Probably not. So this is what we see. Chris, I would suggest for you to be getting in some, getting some counseling, getting therapy, start addressing things, and then start to embrace the uh, the, uh, the 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 start to embrace what happened. Embrace it. It happened. I fucked up. Embrace that you were at fault for that. Embrace it. I was totally. I was a man. I was out of character. I did some dumb stuff. That was dumb, and every time I'm going to talk about it because I don't want no other young men to go through it. I don't want nobody else to do that. That's how you should be sounding, you little dummy. But you up here running around, you, I can't think. going to pull your card. I know they're going to do it. That's why I'm, all, I'm already ready. I'm ready for the downfall of you, Christy. I already talked about you owe $4 million in RS. So it looks like they're beginning to try to pull cards, man. This is why I always said Chris Brown should have got help. He shouldn't have been allowed to be on stages and dancing and shit, Stop to just rest, go to school, get some skill, learn it, get your skill up, start doing music better and stuff like that. You had learned it, you had did that and then went and, and humbled yourself before abuse or women abuse things. They can hardly get you. They don't always mess with you about it, but they can hardly get it, get you if you had done the right thing instead of avoiding it. You spent all these years avoiding the Rihanna, getting angry and defensive about it. Nigga, it happened. I'm sorry, I have to say it. Nigga, it happened. I'll say it again. You're going to have to embrace it. It's a stain on your career. We all got stains in life that we hate. We're like, damn, I shouldn't have did that shit. That was dumb. That was your dumb moment. But it was even bad. You almost went to jail for it. And you better be glad Rihanna's just a dummy and went around and, and, and kept caring for you and, and, and trying to do what she do. No, Rihanna, I'm sorry to tell you a dummy. That's not right. She's an abuse, a girl who grew up with some abuse in her family, 
and she she saw abuse and she didn't know how to re- she 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 was she was still caring for abusers. He need to get himself together. It's just, it's just sad. I mean, it was one it's one week one thing, one week another. It's constant with Chris Brown, constant. And it's little stuff, Chris. All it is is little stuff. It's adjustment. Look at Justin Bieber. See, Justin, look over there at Justin Bieber. Remember Justin was running around with all them little thuggy bugs and all that stuff? When Justin started getting in trouble, Justin saw what time it was. He's now he up there in church dancing around with the hillside singers. Of hills. He probably he still could probably be the worst thing ever. But you know, he's Jesus, Jesus. I mean, he had changed his whole little image. Got married and all that. Don't be a dummy, Chris. Don't be a dummy. I'm just trying to tell you. That's what he had to do. He understood the writing on the wall. He wasn't going to let them... The thuggy buddy, all the people he's the same way, he wasn't going to let them get him in trouble. Because he was heading that way. He was heading down here. And he realized it. I know he's white. He, being white, he can clean himself up real quick. You ain't going to never be able to clean that Rihanna stuff off. You ain't going to be able to clean it. Embrace it. Talk about it. Learn, learn, Go to a women's shelters and stuff and learn how to be an advocate for abused women and an advocate against what you did. And quit trying to run from it. Quit being a dumbass and quit letting your dumbass king tell you that the right thing to do is avoid it. It's the wrong thing. Oh, it's just dumb. Tell you run around with the gang, you throwing up gang size. Well, I was doing all kind of dumb shit. Chris Brown did a lot of dumb shit. But I understood because Chris grew up how he grew up. And nobody was there that really cared for you. Like, I'm caring for you right now to tell you the truth. The older person should have told you the truth. No, little boy, you need to get your little ass sit down somewhere, get some counseling, find out why you beat the shit out of that girl. Why you running around here trying to throw up whatever little signs you're trying, whatever the fuck you're trying to do. We, we need to figure out what's going on with you so you can have a not only a, a, just a singing career, but a productive career. And you can be a productive person. It's not a requirement in show business to be a productive person. Nothing productive as far as the hits and stuff is concerned, productive as far as singing, but a productive person who you don't have to be. It's a lot of mofos out in the entertainment business that's fucked up, okay? And it's a lot of people that got rid, way, rid, got away with a lot of shit, okay? They love to, to pull people's choir, but you need, to, you, you, you need to look at the background of James Brown and find out how many women he was allegedly kicking their ass. Okay, kicking asses for years, allegedly. Okay, Tammy Terrell's mama said, "Hey, between him and David Ruffin beating her in the head, that's how she got that end up dying, allegedly." Well, I'm just telling y'all truth. This is the kind of it's all kind. It's, it's people in that business that ain't productive people. They productive in the arts and stuff like that and what they do, but they ain't productive people. Like Joyce Meyer said, "Don't let your character put you." Wait, don't let your uh, talent put you where your character can't keep you. That's real. I be listening to that for my dang on stuff. So Joyce is right. Because sometimes, you know, your character can be messed up. Everybody. That's everybody. So you got to let, don't let your talent put you where your character, this is Chris Brown. Your talent has put you where your character ain't been able to keep you. And you done had a lot of dummies telling you stuff that that's that. Because they trying to get money out of you. They like your production as an artist. But they don't care about you as a person. They don't give a shit about you as long as you keep making money. In a moment you can't make no money, you can't make no hits, 
you 30 some years now, 30 some years old now, the moment they can't make, make no money off of you, uh, uh, from the R&B hood and all that stuff, the moment they can't even start pulling your card and whatever little dumb shit you've been doing, they're going to pull it. That's right, Kelly. So this is a time, if I'm you, Chris Brown, I'd evolve and real quick. Start getting my character right, my, my manhood right. I mean, he's so talented. He's a great artist. He's, he got a lot of talent. But you can tell by how he responds that he ain't his character ain't shit. I'm just saying what I say. I can tell. I can tell by how you respond. I can tell. Okay, no responsibility. And Blueface, I I was up there agreeing with Blueface. Of all people, me and Blueface agreeing. Blue like, where where you about to tell me? I'm like, that's right. Okay. Listen, Blueface and Chrisan is on Zeus, and you trying to compare yourself. The Blueface and Krishan, who on Zeus, selling off, uh, and 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 Blueface ain't even the one uh, getting his ass. It looks like Krishan be kicking in it. He looks like he need to call the abuse hotline. This is nutty world we going. I don't know if I want to even talk about Kate Michelle going through a hundred consistent. I'm gonna to have to say that for the part two because you know because he tried. Listen, how you going? I don't know. Do y'all is that what y'all doing? Something? Do y'all go through? I mean, because Kate Michelle been out here a short amount of time. I'm trying to figure out she's going through a hundred of assistance. But okay, ain't my business. I like Kate Michelle too, but I'm just trying to say what I think. Let's let me let's talk about Sam Smith being called a pedophile. This, and this might be my last story of the night, and then we're gonna have to do a part two show. Y'all know how I do it right here. We're gonna have to do a part two. But can't see I've been more to celebrities out here about signs and symbols and, and doing stuff y'all don't understand and playing with the devil. The devil will turn on you. Okay? Sam Smith called a pedophile by a yelling woman in New York. A video, this is according to Newsweek.com, a video has emerged uh, online showing a woman screaming at Sam Smith in New York calling him a pedophile. The British singer is seen ignoring the shouts and walking away, despite the unidentified woman not letting up and continuing to shout abuse at them. The video was shared online uh, late Wednesday by Ad Viral News New York City. Smith, who uses them, they pronouns, has been criticized in the past few weeks for their satanic performance at the 2023 Grammy Awards. The woman shouting at Smith seemed to reference that with her heckling. You belong in hell, she shouts, has a 27-second video start. Sam Smith belongs in hell, you demonic, twisted, sick bitch. Leave them kids alone, you sick fuck. Sam Smith is a pedophile, rooming the kids, you sick motherfucker. Sam Smith, the woman shouts in an Irish accent. Smith eventually walks away during the verbal abuse and never acknowledges the shout. Towards the end of the video, the screaming woman's face comes into view. Listen, let me just say this, because what they'll try to do is limit free speech and all that, why these uh, horrible people who put you guys up to doing stupid shit in your performances. It's not creative. It's not creative for you to say. It's not like y'all overusing the devil. And the devil don't be even looking like y'all make him. Like, the devil looks like, I'm watching Witches of Mayfair right now. Mayfair right now. I love that show. Witches of Cyborg. I love that show, Witches of Mayfair. It's so good. But I'm watching Witches of Mayfair, and they got, like, a, like a Lucifer-type character, and he's, he's handsome. He's beautiful. That's, how, that's really how Lucifer looks. He ain't red with horns. 
But y'all little dumb, stupid performances is always got them red with horns. It's like boring now. I'm like, y'all boring, y'all. Y'all boring. Y'all boring. And y'all letting the devil use you, and then he going to put you out there to face crazy. Crazies who think y'all really, uh, and some of y'all might be. Who think y'all doing witchcraft? Who think y'all doing? Uh, who think y'all witches? And y'all up making brews at night? And y'all up doing? Y'all gonna start the Salem witch trials out here again? And we don't want that shit. Okay, you gonna have people chasing you down, calling you witches and stuff because you you mofos keep messing with symbols and stuff, and then you can't explain the shit because you done made some sort of oath or some sort of thing you in, some sort of fraternity and sorority, and they got you out here doing dumb shit, covering your eyes and shit and all of this stuff, and you don't, then when, they, when, they, then when these crazies are tracking you down in the park and stuff like that, you then we, we got laws on the book because some crazy done stopped you because they done thought you was a witch and hurt you or something. No, 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 this is real, so that's what's going to happen, okay? So I'm telling y'all, celebrities, be responsible with your occultic practices. If you don't know what the fuck you're doing, then calm down and stay away from it. But I'm going to tell y'all, y'all better get ready to expect. And even people who into good occult or whatever, you're going to put up, put them. Like a lot of us who like astrology and things like that on Front Street. Everybody going to be thinking everybody witches and stuff. Because you dumb fucks who gets on TV with devils and threes and covering your eyes and don't know what the shit you're doing. None of them do. They don't know what the half of them don't know what they're doing. And here we are. A woman in Central Park, thank God she ain't had no gun. She might have thought it was God's will for her to kill Sam. I'm telling you, that's the kind of shit that's going to happen. Because y'all trick, and then you'll start dealing, people will start saying, well, it was this show on YouTube that influenced her. And stuff, stupid stuff. Then it'll start being a free speech thing with people who actually have good information about a cult and occultic knowledge and stuff like that. But they'll do that kind of stuff to set people down. Be responsible, you dummies. No, but that's some of y'all, that's what y'all into. That's what y'all trying, some of y'all trying to shut down society. So maybe y'all, maybe. Maybe this is y'all assignment. I don't know. But you're dumb. And you shooting in public. Shh, shh. All that stuff. Dumb. I can't even take a picture with one eye showing because you mofos, somebody might think I'm in the Illuminati. I mean, there's some dumb shit going on around here. I mean, that used to be a cool picture back in the day. You, you show a little hair, your hair over your eye and shit like that, or your hat or something like that. Now, mofos think you're in the Illuminati. Because you dumb dummies with circles and threes handing up, covering your eyes, and people don't know what you're doing, and, 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 and you're talking, and you're saying weird stuff. Oh, they just, it, listen, I'm telling you, celebrities, it's going down. Y'all, y'all have, it's, it's inflation, and the devil will abandon you. Okay, y'all think it's cool, but it's not. Whatever y'all spirits y'all provoking, I wish y'all luck, because these spirits will turn against y'all. And send some of his dumb minions after you, thinking they spiritual warrior, to uh, to hurt you. Okay. I gotta have a part two. I didn't get out on my show because I was going off about Rihanna and 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 ASAP. So I talked about Chloe, or we talked about Chloe and Chris. Chloe, I I ain't finished though with Chloe. I got a lot to say about Chloe Bailey in this album. Okay, it's a so Beyonce lets you finally release it. Ain't this something? That's something, Chloe. Even though Chloe's overplaying her hand, ain't she? I mean, listen, I like Chloe. She's so cute and so good. I'm a big fan. But it's too, listen, baby, 
you like when you young and you find that you got a little bit of a body and I mean she got a beautiful body, body, yada, yada, yada. But you start doing it, showing it too much, like you doing way too much. Like like you always undressed every time we see you. I, I, I and at first I was like, Oh, that's cute, she's so sexy but it ain't cute when you just make it all the time. Like surprise us sometimes. Put on a full dress or something. Put on a full pantsuit. Show people that you versatile. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have people adopt their eye gate to only your sexuality. And the only thing you're going to be able to sell is sex. And sex them. So when you're in plain clothes and plain dress, people won't People won't uh, be able to uh, to get you because it's it, because you've been over sexualized. So people ain't gonna like it, and so you are gonna box yourself. And you so much more, Chloe, than that. See why? I know it's all fun right now, but it ain't gonna be fun when you're forty and they want you to be naked on stage. You see, ask your mentor. Ask her, ask her about it. We're gonna ride into the horse on the horse. She tell you. She tell you, be ask Beyonce about it. That's why she's trying to get you to do it now. She's trying to get out of it. She's like, shit, I can't. I got to be naked all the time. I done had three babies. They want me to be naked because Beyonce is, Beyonce is, and Beyonce, ain't nobody selling it like Beyonce. Beyonce is sexy, sexy. She's, a, she's a really a sexy girl. But she don't want to sell it no more. But she's boxed because she didn't just have on, sometimes she just need on, didn't need on a leotard outfit. Chloe's the, Chloe's going down the same path. You see, I see how it's going to be. That's we just it. Lord have mercy. Okay, so when, when I'm gonna try to have a part two. I got a whole lot more stuff to talk about. Oh my gosh, something I think you talking about Michael Irvin too. He's suing his accuser. I don't know if y'all know Michael Irvin got uh, you know, ousted off the NFL Network uh, because somebody accused him during Super Bowl weekend of saying something cruel to him or something like that. Well, he he said he didn't know what happened because he only interacted with the woman for a second. They got caught on tape uh, on video uh, at the uh, at the hotel, but it it caused Michael Michael Irvin's career. He's an ex Dallas Cowboy player, big time legend. It caused his career. He's had a lot of problems. He's been uh, made to, like, you know, spinning off of the NFL Network. I think he couldn't uh, be on um, uh, during the Super Bowl weekend, interview people and stuff. And so he went, he's gone to sue his accuser to show that, hey, this didn't happen the way it went down. And if he is innocent, like it looks like he is, shout out to Michael Irvin. If more people did that, that cut that line shit out. Shout out to Michael Irvin. He's suing because he like y'all ain't catching me up. You you y'all made that man lose work and then mess with his reputation. If this is not true, if it is not true, that's messed up. And 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 that's that. That's this is this is that's that me too stuff. Okay, but you guys, hey, thank you guys for hanging out with me like you do every week. I appreciate y'all so much. I'm gonna have to have a part two because we got more to talk about. Uh, but meanwhile, we're going to leave out, I'm going to leave out with, um, with, what did I say? Uh, you called Jeff Red. It's the CC show. I will see y'all sometime this week for part two. Have a good weekend, y'all.
listening to the sound of my voice, you are listening to the Archive Show. Thank you so much for all you Archive listeners who listen to me every week. I know you guys are the majority of my listeners. I appreciate you so much. Remember, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. You can also hit me up on Carly's Galaxy, Carly's underscore Galaxy on Instagram. And on Twitter, it's Chatwood Show and Carlotta72, Okay. Hey, I will have a part two because we got so much more to talk about, some stuff I didn't get to. But you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I'm out. I will see y'all. See y'all soon. Bye. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.